Toku Secrets is a podcast run by the Anime Secrets website. Check us out at AnimeSecrets.org for more anime, video game, tokusatsu content. Remember to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts today. Hey everybody, it's Jason from Orange Time Force, and you're watching Toku Secrets Podcast. Welcome to Toku Secrets. Join us as we journey into the marvelous world of Super Sentai, Kamen Rider, Power Rangers, and many other Tokusatsu. Get ready for the adventure of a lifetime. It's Morphin Time! Link to the Morphin. I'm Nathan Desai, the dazzling adventurer, Spoken Silk. I'm Patrick Island, I'm Shinken Red. And I'm Ridwan Merchant, Gokai Red. And I'm Anthony Davis. Also known as Kyuri Green. And, and we're, we're Toku Secrets. Hey guys, and today uh, on the Toku Secrets podcast, we are going to be taking a look at uh, Mirai Sentai Time Ranger 21 through 33, uh, where we've kind of expanded uh, the number of episodes we're doing just because uh, we want to dedicate a whole podcast to the in game arc. And uh, so we need to add a couple of episodes to this podcast in the next so that we can just. To cover the in-game arc in its own podcast. So um, with that said, uh, just going to uh, give a brief recap. Although before we do that, uh, just want to say one thing. Uh, the week, um, I am very close to finishing the entire Showa era of Super Sentai. And I just want to say that for anybody who's curious about the Showa era, how we're going to cover those, the only two Showa era Sentais, and I can say this with confidence now that we will give um, – full like episode by episode podcasts are live man and flash man everything else we're just going to do one whole podcast now nate for. we all know we need to do a battle fever day episode by episode breakdown yeah that, that that's just such a stupid joke that i'm not even going to respond to that um, <laughs> well you you but, just did <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. I Congratulations. <laughs> you played yourself. You played yourself. It's not fun. And, and not to say that ever, ever the that Life Man and Flash Man are the only two good ones. Like a lot of them are good. In fact, I would say that like the majority of them are good with like a few exceptions, but they're not like a lot of the fillers just tend to blend in to the point where we would just get our we would just get bored. I mean and Go Ranger is 84 episodes long, and most of the and like 90% of it is filler, so we don't want to torture ourselves doing that. No. Um, no. <laughs> uh, so yeah, just wanted to give that a brief update. Uh, I'm finishing Bioman hopefully uh, next week, and uh, I'll be able to uh, have it done by then. And by the time this is uh, posted, I'll probably be done with it already by then. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's jump into Time Ranger. Sorry for that little uh, for that little. Um, you know, just a side, um, that tangent thing, but, uh, how dare you? Okay. Yeah. How dare me? Whatever. Um, <laughs> um, so to do a brief recap of what happened from time ranger case files 11 through 20. Uh, so the couple of big things happened, uh, Honami Moriyama, she's this photographer who, uh, encountered the time rangers. Uh, she discovered their identities and she developed a crush on Domon as Time Yellow. And she knows the Time Ranger's identities, but she thinks that ISA is Time Yellow. So that's kind of a weird romantic. I don't want to say love triangle, but I mean, it kind of is. Uh, so Gian, uh 
Joe Nero's robotic partner, that's Frax and uh, Time Force, uh, he unleashed a powerful robot on the city, and a new robot called the Time Shadow appeared to help the Time Rangers in battle. Uh, Time Robo can um, transform into its uh, warrior mode, and it can also combine with, uh, no, 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 Time Shadow has its own warrior mode, and it combines with Time Robo to form either Shadow Beta or Shadow Alpha. We've only seen Shadow Beta so far. Uh, Guillen holds the key to Hell's Gate, a vault of dangerous and violent prisoners, and he's actually keeping a spare key for himself. And he also, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because it's going to have a huge impact on later stories. Uh, he used a powerful energy crystal called the Lambda 2000 to transform into a 30th century Zeta 3. And that actually caused a pulse in the space-time continuum, which had a huge effect on the timeline. And in speaking of the timeline, uh, the Asami Group, that's the um, company owned by Time Red's father, they created a tank called Rame to battle the Londars, and they're also having another plan so for defense against the Londars. So just some huge signs on how everything that's happening is having a huge effect on the timeline. So with that said, we got a couple of filler episodes to kick this off first. Uh, we have the episode Xion style, uh, filler episode Xion centric, as you can tell from the title. Uh, pretty much the best way to uh, sum up this episode is that uh, um, the Londars are going around selling 30th century alcohol. The other four time ringers all get drunk and Sion has to take down the monster by himself. He actually modifies the Chrono Changer to create the Excel Stop, which is a three-second option that allows the Time Rangers to attack at a much faster speed. Uh, the Time Force Rangers did use this every once in a while, but I don't remember it getting like a huge formal debut in the show. And oh, I don't no. They just, they just used it automatically. Either. There wasn't any like... Um, yeah. Like build up to it or like oh this is they can do this now it, it was already part of the their arsenal like immediately yeah. uh this episode is the debut of the other time shadow combination shadow alpha um this episode was unadapted in time force obviously because you can't show alcohol and show in kids shows in the u.s and uh that we the only way that the suit for the monster of the day in this episode was used uh they say, and I looked this up, and I did confirm it. It was, it was used in a among a bunch of mutants that appeared while Rancic was like uh, forming his gang of mutants in his flashback in the fourth episode. So that's the only time that the suit was used. Uh, so uh, anybody want to go first uh, talking about this yeah. episode? Okay, go ahead. Okay, I don't know if I texted you this night, but I thought about texting you this beforehand. I think every Sentai needs to have one episode where the cast somehow inadvertently gets drunk. <laughs> <laughs> because that was funny. It was pretty funny. So, yeah. I. It just made me laugh that they were just that drunk and incapable. And I'm just like, dude, why don't we have this more often? Like, forget the hot, the hot sauna episodes or whatever. Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. The only other, I mean, there was the an episode from a Sentai, but I'm not going to mention at the risk of uh, 
triggering Riz, but the only other one I can remember is uh, there was one episode of Die Ranger where a monster was like spraying sake all around and he made like Shishi Ranger and one other, I, maybe it was Tinma Ranger, I can't remember, but I mean, that was kind of funny because like Shishi Ranger gets sprayed in the face and then he just randomly says, I'm drunk. <laughs> So, I mean, you you also are skipping over the most obvious example. Which one? Sinkenzer. With that idiot who gets drunk all the time. Who the gets boss. drunk all the time in Sinkenzer? Oh, Dokoku, right. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but and then American adaptation has to say he's taking headache medicine like Rita Repulsa. <laughs> <laughs> that was so stupid. It was. And, you know, before I watched the scent, I was like, oh, I guess he has taken a lot of headache medication. That would make sense because he looks like he has a headache. <clears throat> nah. He, he's just that. You know, it, it would have been funny, though, to see Takaru get drunk. Oh, yeah. Dude. I wonder how that would work. hot garbage until the end. <laughs> but then he'd be drunk hot garbage. I love the ending, though, especially where Sienna's like, hey, guys, I took this photo while you were all drunk and party animals. And then there's like, okay, Sion, give us that photo, and no one gets hurt. My favorite is yours. <laughs> give us the photo. I think yours reaction was the best part of it. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> but but I think that I think the part that I really like about this is that, um, and keep in mind, I've seen, I've seen quite a bit of Sentai, like, I think this episode, like, every Sentai has, like, someone who's supposed to be, like, the brains, like, you know, the smart person of a team. Mm -hmm. I feel like this episode makes Sion out to be the brains of the team more than, like, any other Sentai Ranger I've seen. Because, like, he takes the Chrono Changers apart and modifies them. Like, I've never seen another Brainiac type of Sentai Ranger do that. He's basically, I think he's inspired off of Billy. Yeah, I would like because B- Billy, like Billy, is the only other example I could come up with, and Billy is a Power Ranger, so yeah. you know yeah. what I mean. No, but Billy is the closest thing you're going to find in the fandom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick, Anthony, you want to say anything about this one? Nah, that was nah, or whatever episode to me. The only thing that I remember, I remember was the. Of course, the timer just being drunk. That was it. Yeah, I mean, that's all I remember looking back at it now. Okay. Like, it didn't really leave an impact beyond the fact that I enjoyed them being drunk. Yeah. What do we want to give it out of 10? Because it made me laugh. Give it like a 7. I'll give I mean, it an 8 it. just because I found it really entertaining. I mean, it was it was pretty whatever outside of that, so I'll give it like a 5 or something. I'll give it a 7 as well. Okay, cool. Patrick, are we switching roles today? (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? Let's see what the next episode does. All right, so we have Case File 22, Pink Temptation, a Yuri-centric filler episode. Uh, This is one episode where the plot is kind of similar to the Time Force episode, but the way they end up... It has the same concept, but the episodes go different routes, so... There's a Londars who has a human disguise. She's disguised as this beautiful woman, and she's going around trying to... Well, okay, in the Time Force episode, she just uh, 
transformed so that she could brainwash Wes, Lucas, and Trip into doing her bidding because, you know, to use the Rangers to Rancic's will. But here she's going around trying to, like, use her beauty to extort money from unsuspecting men, and Yuri has to take action. Uh, only real thing to note is that, and you guys know the drill with this, it's another pre-Time Fire episode that was adapted into a Quantum Ranger era episode of Time Force, and Eric uh -huh. does not appear in that episode because uh, he what because you know uh, he just he's just not seen or mentioned, which is fine because Eric is not part of the main team. He's out doing his own thing, so it makes sense. But uh, I well, actually no 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 I'll I'll let the other guys go first uh, before I say anything. I can be very quick. Okay, go ahead. I didn't like this episode. Me neither. It it wasn't like until you mentioned the synopsis, Nate. Mm -hmm. I legitimately forgot this even happened. And when you started talking about, it, I was like, oh wait, I hated this episode. And why is yeah, that? Yeah, it's pretty much. <laughs> it it just kind of they tried to make it Yuri centric and make it, you know, character development for her, but this isn't the character development I wanted for her. I wanted her to get something more in-depth, like how Zen got. Mm -hmm. And up until this episode, we've gotten nothing really, really substantial for her or Tatsia, but we will later on, we'll talk about that in this podcast, yeah. but this, this is not it. Yeah, I'm uh, you know, Anthony was saying this in the Instagram chat that he thinks the Time Force episode was better. And it it definitely was because they used that as an opportunity to not actually, no, 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 probably a bit bigger than I remember, actually, where uh, like to kind of further the Wes and Jen story. So, yeah, yeah I, I mean, the, honestly, the only pro issue I had with the Time Force episode, and even then this is just me nitpicking, is that Contemptra, that was the name of the monster in the episode, uh, she didn't try to go after Eric. But again, I mean, just nitpick. I mean, I, that's something I can overlook. I really, the, I would the say maybe he was out of town or like maybe he was in some kind of like training facility or something like that. I, I don't know. I'm just making up something at, at on the spot. But I mean, but, that's not a big deal because I get it. I mean, you're limited by the Sentai footage. You can't, you can't, you got to do with what you can. So, yeah. yeah. Although, that, although that lady that was playing Contemptor, whoa, she was hot. Yeah, she was. <laughs> You want to damn say boy, something, Patrick? No, I'm kind of in the same foot as Riz. If I actually forgot this episode existed, and that's that's my thoughts. And then <laughs> my that. other issue with this episode is the fact that they were relying, they were talking focusing too much on that dude with the kid, and I'm just like, yeah, this is this dude's not gonna be con is not gonna be a part of this episode any longer. Why are we focusing so much on him? I mean, we get it because like, oh, that was the lady, but like. This could have easily just this could be easily worked around if the, they didn't involve this random guy and his kid. They could have focused on like, oh well, this lady was going around like you know, fall in love with guys or whatever, and so happens that she used that plan to lure out the time range to get them to fall in love with her. Like that would have been a perfect perfect plan to me. And one other thing, how dare the Londars in this episode call Yuri ugly? Like, are you blind? Like, seriously. I mean, have <laughs> look you at Don at Donero? Yeah, I'll say. 
Patrick, are we gonna say brain now? It's like your boss is a Macy's Day Thanksgiving parade balloon. Okay, I don't <laughs> think you guys have any room <laughs> to talk. No, 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 no. <laughs> He's a dollar store discount bargain bin version of the Piranha Drone guy in season two of Mighty Morphin. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Yuri is Yuri is. Yuri is a cutie. I, okay. I'm not going to tolerate that. Like, I agree with you, Nate, but I want to make the rest of my comment. Go ahead. Um, th this guy is so bad. Like, I hate Donero so much. Like, he is basically Piranha Drone's discount dollar bin child who should never have existed. Oof. <laughs> like, why couldn't Jin just been the guy from the beginning? I know. Like, mm -hmm. what can you do? And, you know, I thought by this point, people told me he'd be gone. But is he? Nope. Nope. He just seems very irrelevant at this point. Again, there's a reason why Time Force just dissolves him down to a comic relief villain. And it works. It works. He works better as a common, like a like a side common relief character. You, I would yeah, put this guy as big boss. You know, that's yeah, that that's that's kind of my biggest issue with him is that the situations he causes are bigger than he is as a villain. Yeah. yeah. So like, can we he, even he, call him a villain? I mean, he is a he is a mob boss in theory. He's so. more of a criminal than a villain. Mm -hmm. Does, yeah, but because I mean, he, it seems like he still has some kind of weird moral code to him, where he doesn't want things to get too out of hand. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand this guy. <laughs> yeah, it's you know what's really, you know what's really interesting though. He looks more intimidating in his human form than he is in his actual like monster form. Yeah, he looks like yeah, an yeah. actual mafia boss. Yeah, yeah it's like if you stay in that form, people would actually take you seriously. And honestly, he feels like somebody that because eventually Gian is going to do something that's probably going to thrust him fully into the main antagonist role. And I think at some point, Del Nero might actually become an, a slight ally to the Time Rangers when that happens. I hope not. I'm taking a shot nah. in the dark here. I'm not, I'm not Patrick. I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna say that he becomes full on like an ally, but they're gonna put aside their differences because they realize that Gian is just too big of a problem because I can't see him like conceding the seat of power when yeah. the time comes. Yeah. So what do we want to give twenty two out of ten though, guys? Four. Uh, <laughs> I'm giving it a, a three because it, it like it I said, two. I'm like, gonna be a little nice to it. I, I I I see the issues that you guys have with it, so it definitely lowers my original score. But I still want to give it a five just because I I felt sorry for Yuri throughout most of this episode, and maybe so it's just our scores yeah. are two. That's three, why I gave it a three. That's why I gave it a three. Yeah. <laughs> Anything, were you going to say something else, Riz? I didn't mean to interrupt you. No. Okay. I was going to say that I'm giving this a two because it's that terrible. It's like the two some terrible. That's, you know, that's actually funny how you say two some terribles, Riz, because like, uh, um, when when I write on my blog and I give something like, uh, 
like an episode summing out of 10, I always have to say like one, like zero and one is atrocious. Two, I call terrible. Three, bad. Four, poor. Five, meh. Six, okay. Seven, good. Eight, great. Nine, excellent. So yeah, two for terrible. That makes sense. <laughs> well, I'm making the talk about like the terrible twos. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> so, speaking uh, of terrible twos, episode 23. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, so this is a Tatsia-centric episode. It's called Beat Up. Uh, oh, it's it's basically an episode about Tatsuya getting injured uh, while when the latest Londars is uh, going out and absorbing energy and it's threatening a festival. A uh, little bit of uh, Easter egg here. There is actually a stand in the background with a bunch of masks for sale. And among the masks, you can see Jetman's Red Hawk and Kaku Ranger's Ninja Red and also Kamen Rider Black. Um, hmm. so that's pretty cool. Uh, big thing that happens here is that uh, we get a new weapon that Sion, Sion creates called the Assault Mobile. It combines with, uh, one of the Time Rangers, uh, Spark Vectors. That's the bigger unit of their double vector swords to become the Assault Vector. Uh, this was called the Electro Booster in a Power Rangers Time Force. Uh, and yeah, that about sums up. The I don't events. remember this weapon in Time Force at all. Okay, I thought <laughs> it was exclusive. Yeah, I know. I really? honest to God do not remember this thing being in Time yeah. Force. You guys don't remember <laughs> Wes using this thing unmorphed in the finale and him shooting no. up Rymots with it? That was, <laughs> awesome. That was awesome. Though. I remember that. I remember the weapon. Hey, I don't. I haven't watched Time Force. Oh, God. Patrick, help me out here. When do we do the Digital Ranger review? For Time Force? Yeah. Probably like a decade ago. Exactly. <laughs> Literally a de decade. Decade? I don't know. Maybe it's because it was it it wasn't as significant in Time Force, but I honestly do not remember this. No, I'm looking forward to my Time Force rewatch after this is over. Yeah, because Wes has one pretty badass moment with it unmorphed when he uses it. Just hmm. just saying. Yeah, and it was a trip. It was a trip focus episode in the adaption, which as is kind of like, be. as like, yeah, I, I definitely enjoyed it better in Time Force. I don't know why they. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why they didn't make this uh, a sheen. I mean, I guess I kind of get it that you know, uh, like you just did a Sheon episode like two episodes ago, so it would seem a little bit redundant. But like, no, why not? The best character, keep him going. But why not have like? I think it would have been better if, like, this was the Sheon centric episode, and like, maybe do like, uh, like, have an episode where both Sheon shares the spotlight with one of the other good characters, and that's what leads him to creating like the Excel stop. Because I don't know, like, the Assault Mobile. This seems like a bigger weapon to give Sheon a focus episode than like some application to the Chrono Changers. I guess you yeah. could say. Uh, what what do we think? But you, what did you guys think of this one? Okay, so while y'all deliberate, I'm gonna say if it wasn't for Theon being given a little bit of spotlight to create a new weapon, I was probably gonna give this another two. But because Theon had a chance to sign and he's my boy, I'm gonna award this a four. I'll probably give it a. 
probably a five. I mean, it didn't have I, I, nothing bad about it, but nothing terrible either. I mean, nothing good yeah. either. I yeah, just didn't like. like mm. You can go. Mm. Oh, you sure? Oh, my bad. You can go. Uh, what I was gonna say was that like I just didn't like the fact that Tati was just a bit pushy this episode. I'm just like, dude, take a chill pill. Like I get it, like he was excited or whatever, but like you need to relax. And it got so bad to the point where like he almost gets everybody killed, even though he didn't know. I get I get the fact he didn't know about the the aliens. Um, mm-hmm. Let's let's just say his capacity to level a, a whole entire like block with his ability or whatever to get to hit whatever attack or whatever. But at the same time, he should have just not tell it by himself. Why would he just tell, Hey, I got this. Y'all just keep doing what y'all doing. I'm like, no, like you've never done this before. Get them to help you. So, they're, the, they're the time travels here. Not you. Yeah. I might be future projecting here with later episodes. So correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like Tatsuya is always on the sick bed. Yeah, that's fair. And I don't know if that's something because in later episodes he's on a sick bed a good bit, but I am getting tired of this guy always getting beat up and being put in a, a hospital bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he and is like, very he is very reckless compared to Wes, that's for sure. Yeah, because like he, with what happens really with Wes, is. he does he yeah, he gets injured, but it's not sometimes it's not really his fault, honestly, with Wes. Mm-hmm. No, Wes Wes at least has a sound plan some of the time. Some I don't time. remember, like I said, it's from 10 years, but <laughs> I remember Wes being pretty intelligible. Yeah. Yeah. Tatsu is like, what? There's a room of 40 armed guards charging head first. Ow, why yeah. am I in pain? Wes was a little reckless early on, <laughs> but by the time Eric appears, he's a bit more He's a bit less reckless, and, and that's that's something we'll touch on later. Because I didn't notice that too. Yeah, I, I mean, Jin and, had, Jin's been reckless too. And the more yeah. I think about this, like in the Time Force adaptation, the Time Force adaptation of this episode has probably a scene just from a that I just thought was kind of cute. Um, so the Time Force episode is all about Trip thinking that he's worth less than the other Time Force Rangers. There's a scene where the kid a bunch of kids bring some toys to play with and there's a bunch of power ranger costumes in there the time force ranger costumes and these kids are like i want to be red because he's awesome i want to be blue because he's the coolest and i want to be yellow because she's the strongest and trip is just sitting there like nobody wants to be green why no i remember that vaguely yeah like (laughs) that was a cute scene honestly like It, it is and then and, by the end, they all dress up as dress up as uh as, yeah. as trip. Even the kids have like awesome. green range costumes. That was pretty dope. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you guys want to move on to the next one? Yeah. All right. Uh, this is a filler episode called Yellow, sometimes blue. Uh, it's another episode uh, um, revolving around uh, the Honami story arc where. Uh, so pretty much she gets stuck with ISA. She gets injured and ISA is trying to take her to a hospital. And uh, th- she gets caught in the middle of the latest Londar's rampage. Uh, and she continues to suspect ISA is time yellow. And she actually sees him disappear in the middle of a battle. And then jo- Domon jumps out from where 
he was as time yellow. Um, and, uh, and she also notices that ISA's mannerisms are very different from Domon's, which, I mean, that's noticeable because ISA and Domon are very different characters. Mm -hmm. Um, and a huge thing that happens here is that, uh, at the end of this episode, Domon kind of thinks, well, we're in two different time frames. So even if we get together in a relationship, it's going to be incredibly awkward. So, and I'm going to have to go back to the 30th century eventually anyways. So, um, and he decides to let her go like very emotional thing. Uh, th this is kind of important in this episode because it does kind of set the stage for a few later episodes, but uh, we have a new motivation for Donero, where he is now going to start unleashing Londars to destroy land so that he can buy it cheap and then sell it so that he can make money. So that does show that he's kind of doing a little bit more destructive stuff than he was previously doing. Uh, the only other thing to note is that this is a pre-Time Fire episode adapted into a Quantum Ranger era episode of Time Force, but this one is actually different because... Uh, Eric was actually in that episode and he did morph. Um, they they take the final battle footage of Domon and ISA battling the monster and it's recontextualized to where that monster was attacking Biolab and the main five rangers force him out and they battle him while Eric is out trying to fight off Rancic, uh, who while he was attacking Biolab and then later taking Mr. Collins to the hospital. So um, yeah, what do we think about this episode, guys? See, this might be the most evil thing Del Nero has done because he's basically committing insurance fraud. Basically. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he's gone too far this time. Um, no, I, I have to agree with you there, Pat. Yeah, I mean, that is pretty evil when you think about it. Um, it but it's actually pretty smart, too. Genuinely, though, this Honami Domon thing is really catching my attention. Like, the more we I get see. into it. Okay. Because I have to ask real quick, because I don't remember anymore. Did I like Konami's story arcs the last two times we did a podcast? Uh, you were saying it was fine enough, but like you said that like you felt like you were being forced to like a character, but you didn't sign up to follow. Okay, that sounds like a very Rizwan <laughs> thing to say, and I still agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, having a slight change of heart towards her, because I think the show has finally convinced me to like her, even though I didn't want to, because she's not needed. Like, her story arc is getting more entertaining than other stuff I've seen, and it's probably because by the time I got to this episode, I had fatigue of bad story and bad episodes for, like, the yeah. last three. And so seeing something with decent story writing mm -hmm. made me really cling to it and be like, oh, thank God. Something somewhat mm -hmm. decent. And it's it's cool because it doesn't. I, th I was afraid that this was going to be finally like, some good freaking stories. <laughs> yeah, no, I was afraid this was going to be something like she just fell in love with him due to basically like being starstruck or something. But yeah, no, I think Domon saving her that one time had like a genuine impact on her person, on her character, and she's like it genuinely care genuinely caring about her and when Domon realizes this when she said that she had like wished for his safety at that shrine and stuff it hit Domon right in the heart 
And yeah, now that's this, why Domon. Yeah, that's why like, Domon now, to, like not be near her. Yeah, now he's like afraid of getting too close for like protecting her emotions and stuff. I'm like, this is getting genuinely like sweet and wholesome in some ways. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I'm actually rooting writer, for this to happen now too. <laughs> this writer gave us that Ginga Blue romance story. Yeah, it's just yeah. That, that was that was a great I mean, romance cycle plot. Honestly, too, so. the more I think about the Hanami story arc throughout this set of episodes that we watched and the stuff prior, I think this is slightly Slightly, where Saban pulled the West and Eric, uh, West and Zen. Jen. Wow, I'm really under drugs right now. Um, <laughs> for those that have figured it out, Riz is under some pain medication for a condition that he has. He's okay. He's going to be fine, but but I'm not all here. <laughs> okay, but I can see. Where Saban got the idea for some of the love story with Zen and Wes. Yeah. It's it's not as predominant in Time Ranger as it is in the Power Ranger adaptations. But I can kind of see, hmm, it's not a bad idea. But I don't want to give it to the Yellow mm-hmm. and Blue Rangers. I want to give it to the Red Ranger. Because yeah. Red Ranger main character stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do we want to give this out of 10, guys? I'm honestly giving this an eight. Yeah, I'm going with an eight. It's yeah, weird that you labeled. It's honestly weird that you labeled well. this as a. It's weird that you labeled this as a filler episode, and I actually think this episode is kind of story important. It is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I could probably. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, speaking of, oh, Anthony, what were you going to give it out of ten? Oh, eight. Okay. Cool. All right, so uh, we're about to uh, get into some pretty story-handed stuff because we got a two-part episode and then then a huge story arc that has some huge implications for the story, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. So uh, we have Case File 25, Broken Trust, and then Case File 26, The Countdown of Trust. Uh, Funnily enough, uh, these two episodes were adapted into one episode of Time Force, um, but it's a two-parter here, and it revolves around Tatsuya and Yuri. So um, as the episode begins, we uh, Yuri is, you know, really frustrated with Tatsuya because he fails in a training simulation uh, where uh, basically they were simulating a hostage situation, and Tatsuya was supposed to use a bullet that would knock out the the people taking hostage, but he was afraid that it would hurt ISA because of his heart condition. So he hesitated and did something else stupid, and that would have resulted in the Time Rangers getting killed, so Yuri gets frustrated. Uh, We actually find out in a flashback that as a kid, um, uh, Tatsuya was frequently bullied as a kid because he didn't get along with his class. He didn't fit in with his classmates because they just thought, eh, he's dumb. The only reason he's even here is because of his rich family name. And... His grandfather started teaching him karate, and the reason why karate appealed to him so much was because nobody else in the Asami family had karate, so this was something that he could call his own and not have it be connected to his name all all the time. And 
Um, even as a kid, Tatsuya has always had a tendency to put on a happy face and goof off to hide his concerns. And Yuri hears this from Tatsuya's mom. So, uh, you know, she kind of sees Tatsuya in a new light. Uh, now, unfortunately, um, the Time Rangers, they all get captured and put in another dimension from the Londars of the day. And they're forced to fight uh, evil doubles of themselves. And that's where uh, part two comes in, where uh, Yuri and Tatsuya are able to escape. But, and they have to, and the only way that they can free the other Time Rangers is if they shoot at a vulnerable point in the dimension at the same time. Uh, while they're making their plan, Yuri and Tatsuya open up to each other. Um, and Yuri reveals to her, to Tatsuya as well, that she actually has her own difficulties. Because, uh, you know, remember, Yuri lost her whole family. So unlike everybody else in the Time Bureau, please, she never had anyone to go home to, to like vent her stress to. And that was very hard on her. And she never had anyone to talk about with their anxieties. Um, and thanks to that newfound trust, Yuri and uh, Yuri and Tatsuya are able to free their friends. Um, only other thing to note is that this is the very last pre-Time Fire episode to be adapted into a Quantum Ranger ep episode. And Eric did appear in that episode. He was just at the beginning, and he never morphed. So uh, that that was it. Um, so uh, Riz. Uh, you actually texted me about some stuff related to this episode, and you just said in the chat, get ready for a Riz rant. So, uh, yeah, the floor is yours, dude. I was going to let Patrick oh, and Anthony go first. Oh, okay. Patrick, Anthony. Patrick, you're talking, but you're on mute. <laughs> I'm trying to hot key on mute my mic, but it keeps wanting to save this page to a bookmark. <laughs> So I had to click the right. I had to click the mic button my, <laughs> manually. Um, wow, what a lazy person! Sorry, um, but I think this is the uh, kind of the thing I've been waiting for because we all knew that these two were going to start having their own love story, like Jen and Wes did. They, I mean, they adapted that for Time Force for a reason. It's just that it's been very undercooked up to this point, but. To finally give these two a moment to where they're alone together and like seeing Yuri open up to him and like her story about like, you know, having literally no one to help her, you know, be emotional and all this stuff with it was, it was pretty heavy stuff. And I just felt like that this episode was long overdue for the two of them. So. Um, well, as for me personally, I, I thought episodes, episode, episodes were okay. Yes. I think he froze. <laughs> I think we need to poke him and say, is he okay? Yeah, he froze. Um. I'll, I'll 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 continue with my thoughts real quick. Uh, I think okay. that this episode really didn't need to be stretched into two episodes, though. It because this 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 episode this two parter was so good at doing stuff for um, Red and Pink, 
that I don't think that the other side plot of the others being caught in that weird side dimension was really all that needed. It felt like it was just there to stretch the plot out for just needless reasons. But no, I, I have thoughts, but I I see Anthony's back, so we can try and let him talk yeah. again. Are you unfrozen now? <laughs> My bad. I, I think I had no like I had no connection whatsoever. Like it was like out for a second. I don't know what just happened. Yeah, well, you can go now. I, I think I might be having like some kind of like um weird because it's, it's been stormy like as of late, and they said it was a tornado warrant earlier this afternoon. So I'm assuming that maybe no, that, no, we had that we had that stuff go through my place yesterday. So I know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, that's too- <laughs> So if so if my internet kicks off again, you'll know why. It's because the yeah. stupid weather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. As I was saying, um, I like this episode, this this two parter. But my my only issue really is the fact that it's Tatsia. Really, he's the only thing I'm. I'm just. It's like I get why he is the way he is. I just don't like it. Like that's not really a, me. It's not a really good way of excusing his behavior. So to me, tell me that he avoids talking about things because like, you know, he wants to joke, rather joke about it. And it's like, that doesn't help his character at all for me. He's not for me. I mean, I, some I, people just, I mean, I'm not saying that I do it cause I don't, but I do know a lot of people and I kind of get it. Like some people just deal with a lot more anxiety and the only way that they can really cope is to just brush it off and pretend like it doesn't exist. And we can sit here all day and say that that's not healthy. And I agree. It's not healthy, but it's not, but it's it's a very normal way that people do it. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. I've done that before when I was younger. I just, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. It's Uh, a thing I sympathize with him with because I have a knack for doing it too. Mm-hmm. People called me tone deaf for it, but no. <laughs> oh, well. Tone deaf? Never. Yeah, I know. Can I say one thing before Riz starts his rant? Because this is just a minor nitpick. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't. Okay, th- this this in G Ranger did something similar. I hate episodes where the rangers have to fight evil versions of themselves and the evil ranger suits look exactly like their suits with no way to differentiate them because geo ranger also did this and i mean it's okay if you make like a minor change like for example um when the uh when the neji ranger slash psycho rangers disguise themselves as the rangers you could differentiate them because those squares on their chest were all like a purplish black Mm -hmm. thing or when uh or when the Mystic Force Rangers and the Operation Overdrive Rangers fought clones of them, they made the neck of their suit black instead of white. I mean, I I just hate that because you can't tell who's who. I guess they're we're supposed to assume that the Ranger that has the upper hand in the fight is the evil one. No, 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 just... no, 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 no. You would think so, but when I was watching the fights, I was watching very carefully, and. Some of the times that they're fighting, our main characters are getting their asses handed to them. No, yeah, like the evil rangers are the ones that are like you know kicking kicking the butt. Yeah, but yeah. It, it's a back and forth. At some points they're kicking butt, other points their butts are getting kicked. Yeah, and that's part of my frustration. It's not my main frustration. It's like a side note, like you said. Yeah. 
And I didn't care for it because I was like, okay, could we just... What they could have done, and have been brilliant, is bring in a whole set of five suits that look very similar to Time Fire and have mm -hmm. them fight those versions of the suits and then let that be like a like a setting up for like, oh, hey, here's here's a real Time Fire suit. It's, it's so, one of your So like man. the nor areas that are normally white are instead of black are instead black. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it would have been better. Yeah. Like a foreshadowing. Right. I'm sorry. And it, it thankfully they stop like in the next Sentai, they do one where they fight evil rangers and they make their suits predominantly black. So thankfully after this season, anytime they face evil rangers, they do one thing different. And there's only one other Sentai I remember doing it. It's it was a Geo Ranger episode, that one Geo Ranger episode that I dubbed the worst Sentai episode of all time, but I'm not talking about that. Nope. Um but yeah, I just wanted to make that brief nitpick. I, I don't like it when Sentai does it, and I just wanted to bring awareness to that. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Yep. Go ahead. Okay. I'm going to start off by saying I enjoyed this character development a lot because it really kind of gave something to both Tatsuya and Yuri. And mm -hmm. up until this point... I'm sorry, both of these characters have felt extremely two-dimensional, extremely lacking in anything to do with a character, and they just kind of were there to fill the suits, in my opinion. But then we get this, like, insecurity stuff with uh, Tatsuya and with Yuri, and I'm like, why couldn't we have had this from the beginning? Like, why couldn't this have been, like, an early episode, like, episode seven or eight? And let this be something that the two of them have to work through for the rest of the season. That would have been so amazing. But no, instead we get stupid episodes <laughs> like consistently Tatsuya going off and getting his ass kicked and ended up in a hospital bed. <laughs> and Yuri going off and saying, I want to be a pretty girl too. <laughs> like, it's so stupid. The, like this... I have a pretty high score for these two episodes. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But this lowered my score for most episodes that came before it. Mm -hmm. Because Dang. this is the potential we could have had all along and we didn't have it. And we're at episode 26 by the time it's all said and done, I think. 26? Yeah. 27? Yeah. So, I, I don't think it should have been done in the first 10, but maybe at least in the previous batch like the 11 yeah. or 20 mm -hmm. that would have been a better time exactly like this came a little too late for me to care about it like maybe i'll care about it as we continue on but i'm always gonna have in the back of my mind like where was this in the first part like okay going into anime real quick a typical four season anime it's 52 episodes long, like a Sentai. Mm -hmm. But they break it up into 13 segments that they play throughout the year and seasons. Normally, by episode 26 of an anime, you're at the mid-season finale. Mm -hmm. But you can't be at a mid-season finale here in Time Ranger because the characters don't have enough development 
to do anything. Like, mm-hmm. this is the first time we see any real character development for either of these two characters. And while it's great, it's too late. It's like, we should have like, had this sooner. Yeah, but yeah, but they are going to keep it up. I mean, I can assure you that. So. I mean, yeah, that's fine. But why why waste the potential in the beginning to make something even greater? Like, you know, a, a lot of people have said, oh, Time Ranger has really good character development. But looking at the way they're doing character development, I'm starting to disagree with people. I mean, I think they still have good character development for the other three. Just oh, not, no, absolutely. But people... Good. But people have told me, not you, Nate, but other friends of mine have told me that Red and Pink have some of the best character development in the Sentai as well. And I'm just like, I, I don't see it. Would you consider, if I mean, if they continue off the momentum at this, though, would you reconsider that opinion? I mean, maybe. It depends on how they do it. Okay. It, it has to yeah. be done in a good way to make an impact. Like, um, they haven't really carried it out further since. 27 spoilers not really sorry yeah um and so i'm a little concerned about that and i'm also concerned with another story plot line that will hit later on because that's also frustrating me as well about character development in this season yeah so i mean i mean i will i will agree that i think time force did it better with having their connection start way earlier in the season but at the same time i'm always a person of if it finishes if if, if it finishes well then i don't really care when it starts as long as it's well, not like shoehorned in like the last 10 episodes or something yeah but well, and that's what i, I, that's I, th- what I think it'll be okay well, well okay. so the reason... they still have half a season to to work it out so yeah it's just it's frustrating, right? Like these could th- these storylines that we got here are so great that it feels like a very big injustice not having done anything with it sooner. Yeah, um, I guess we can. I guess we could talk about this again when the season we get to the end of the season, and then we can talk yeah, about yeah. how it was all done in hindsight. But yeah. yeah, but that was my little rant. I mean, I'll disagree with you. I mean, I think that well, okay. Maybe just with me, since I know more about Yuri, like, I do think that Yuri has been an okay character. I can understand where you're coming from with Tatsuya, but I, but I, one thing that I do wish is that they, because this was something that Patrick was saying in our very first podcast, how Tatsuya's reasons for wanting to, like, not be associated with his family just seems so petty, but this episode kind of gives us a much more understandable reason why he doesn't want to be associated yeah with and that proves my point yeah if we I, had had something like this in the get-go in the first five or six episodes yeah we could have been working off of that because that's the thing about time force that makes west so relatable yeah. it's from the get-go we know about his dad his dad and his drama and failed expectations and life of a rich snob or whatever like we had all that stuff like slowly built up across the entire season, not just the last half. Mm-hmm. And Zen's story, I'm sorry, like that's a much better story because Oh yeah, 100%. Like yeah. you you can never compare Yuri and Zen. Not even close. Uh, yeah. 
I'm, I'm still sure there's a lot more to Yuri's character we still oh, haven't absolutely. seen yet. I, I want to see where it goes. Yeah, but... I want to see by the because I feel like she might her story is going to be a lot different than Jen's. Obviously, I'm just curious as to how they're gonna how they're gonna yeah. go about handling it. <clears throat> um, well, but I'm a little concerned. I, I will agree, I will agree with you, Riz, that the pacing for these two in Time Force was much better, but. Again, I'm gonna wait until when we're done with the season before I fully yeah. judge it. Because yeah, what do we want to give uh, this two parter out of ten, though, guys? Eight. I was gonna give this a nine if I'm looking at it as like just a standalone two episode deal, but in the grander scheme of things, I'm gonna give it an eight. I have to knock at points for being too late. I want to give it a ten just because I think the just knowing stuff that's going to come later i just i, I don't know I, I i i really like how this character development is so i mean it's just kind of a soft spot plus i'm pretty sure i gave the time force episode a nine because i really like mm. the time force episode yeah and i feel like since i think this is better handled than the time force episode i either have to give it a nine or a ten because i can't give it an eight under those circumstances right. yeah. uh anthony um I think I'm all gonna, gonna get an eight as well. And I have to say, Nate, I'm kind of glad you didn't bring up your comments you gave me in text earlier as the response here. Yeah, wait. What comment? <laughs> the one that would have set me off. What comment did I make that set you off? Go back and read your text later. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just know that you didn't poke the bear this time. You've learned. Oh. Yeah, okay. I know exactly what I said. Okay, I'm keeping my mouth shut on that. <laughs> <laughs> see, now, see, now, after this review, I gotta know what you said now. See, the messed up part is I have no context for what you're talking about, but I also know ex exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, I'll take a screenshot of it and send it into the group chat later. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna look yeah. like Really, dude. <laughs> okay, because I don't want to leave the audience in suspense on what we're talking about in our in our private text. God I'll just it. say it, but I'm not going to re react to it. Okay, because it was kind of funny. Say it at your own risk. <laughs> at your own risk. I mean, I am ribbed, so I can't say it at your own risk, right? Uh huh. Anyway, um, Nate responded to me complaining about this being too late with. It's still sooner than what we got for Geku Ranger. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just I mean, by like... this point, by this point, we had two new Rangers that had more character development in the span of like two episodes than the main three did in the entire series. Yeah. No, but okay. But you know the fighting part... words, man, right? <laughs> but but the funniest part to me is I responded back with, why the hell would you insult Time Ranger this badly? <laughs> Like I like the Time Ranger cast more than I like the Geki Ranger cast. Like don't like don't don't, don't like don't mess don't mess this up. <laughs> don't 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 maybe. Speaking <laughs> of this, Riz, I agree with you on everything that, about Geki Ranger. But here's the thing: when I posted that review on my blog, I got a couple of not nasty comments because oh, I, I mean they, they said they respect my opinion, but a lot of people were disagreeing with me. So I know. I I just hope you know that they're all wrong. No. <laughs> everyone who messaged me about it was very respectful it was no there were no nasty comments and i very much appreciate that but they but did they're all wrong 
Riz is about to be like, yeah, but well, he puts on boxing gloves. <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> but anyway, uh... I respect your opinion, but the, the ring. Right hook. Kamehameha. <laughs> 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 All right, so uh, next up we have uh, Case File 27, The Small Hometown. Well, you could technically say this is a filler episode that's Shion-centric, but the ending does transition into the next big arc, so it's kind of the beginning of a four-parter. It's weird, but... Uh, yeah, so kind of an odd uh, way to end it. The So this episode revolves around... Uh, the Time Rangers facing a Londars that's polluting a local beach, and Sion is uh, interacting with this old man who's vowing to defend his home, and it's basically about him learning about the importance of a home. A uh, couple of things to note. Uh, this We actually have a new uh, robot that's going to be with the Time Rangers from this point forward. Her name is uh, Robo Robota. She's a female robot that you know, basically uh, serves, uh, that helps Taku. Uh, Ro Robota was never in Time Force, except in a weird, bizarre way. Uh, remember that uh, Time Force, that episode that we reviewed earlier with the monster that was uh, seducing the Rangers? Well, in the Time Force episode, uh, the monster, Contemptra, while she's trying to seduce Trip, she's showing like, hey, I like designing robots just like you. And they use oh, yeah. Robota's body. Love Shark Rangers. Uh, um, but that's the only way that Robota was uh, adapted in Time Force. I just want to know which uh, writer's kid they took that toy robot from because there's no way they honestly created that thing and said, yeah, that looks like a futuristic... <laughs> that looks like a background character in Toy Story. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it ends yeah. every sentence of the word time. Yeah. I don't know why. Well, I mean, I robot like characters it. in Sentai always have these catchphrases that they end things with. Like, if you watch uh, Go On, or all the engines yeah. have catchphrases that they have to end their phrases with. Like, Speed or constantly ends his phrases with like "Doru Doru" and so on. Or who was who was who was their uh, assist robot? The little, uh, bom the little bomper. Guy? Yeah, bomper. Yeah, he had his own like, little bomb bomb. Yeah, bomb well, bomb. Chris, Chris saw bomper because. It was in the yeah. Go-Onger tribute episode of go -Kaiser. Oh, yeah. I forgot he showed, He came back in go Kaiser. Didn't, yeah, didn't yeah. they sell out of Body, Body, Body or something? Uh, yeah, that that's was, the uh, engines for That was mock Alkin. Those engines. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I forgot about mock Alkin. Yeah. I mean, Nate, it's still much better than how to hear walkie, walkie over and over <laughs> again. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not complaining. Uh, and I'm also not complaining that there's, my there's one not a bunch of... Tab. That there's a bunch of dumb gibberish in the titles of these episodes. Oh god, yeah, I, I not, did not miss that. Those episodes it was such a pain. <laughs> I think my favorite part of this podcast, besides me ranting for hours, is <laughs> listening to Nate try and pronounce that crap. Yeah, like and the next episode is like face. Gaiwa Gaiwa, and then and finally at the end, I'm like, nope, not even saying <laughs> it anymore. I mean, man, Nate, I had secondhand embarrassment for you every time you read <laughs> off an episode title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was bad. Yeah, it reminds me, just for this brief tangent, my wife once showed me this video of, like, 
these two guys that like took their dad out to Starbucks and he didn't know what to order. So it was like, Hey, what do you want? And then he's like, I'll take like a Kiki, why, 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 or something like that. And hearing their dad say that unironically, thinking that that's a real drink. It's like, Oh my God, that poor man <laughs> making him do that. <laughs> like, but anyway, uh, getting back to this episode. Uh, so the big thing that happens at the end of this episode is that, uh, so throughout this entire episode, uh, Leela was holding the hotel hostage and the hotel calls for help and the help comes in the form of a group known as the city guardians. If you watched time force, you know where we're going with this. They are a four higher private army that the Asami group uh, created. And there's a scene in this episode where uh, Tatsuya's father, Wataru was seen meeting with the, with a defense official and the episode ends with the with Leela attempting to flee from the hotel. The city guardians arrive and block her from exiting, and they open fire on her on her zenit uh, on her zenit foot soldiers. Um, only other thing to note is that the Londars of the day of this episode was never adapted. Uh, her suit was used in the same Rancic Libs flashback that I mentioned in, earlier in this podcast. Um, uh-huh. I'm not even sure how they would even adapt this this yeah. creature. Um, in case people are wondering, this creature actually is a what is known as a estician or a but- or beautician, as uh, as we would probably prefer to use. Um, basically, like skin, like taste, like they they specialize in skincare, from what I read. Yeah. But uh, what what do we think about this one, guys? Anybody want to go first? I did like the the Shion stuff in this episode. I know that's kind of like not the big draw of this episode because this is basically a setup for the the next three episodes more so than anything else. But it was just yep. more good guy Shion being good guy stuff, and I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm confused. I think my biggest issue with this, and it's kind of going almost kind of mirroring what Rizwan said about uh, Tatsuya and Yuri's character stuff is i kind of feel like the city guardians should have been teased a little bit earlier than this yeah because it felt like that this just kind of came out of nowhere i mean they hinted it partially when like wataru said that they had another plan but they probably yeah i know but shown some scenes here and there of like no that would be cool if they had like yeah it could have it would have been cool if they had like a couple episodes where they like looked in and showed like maybe like the soldiers being trained or something. So everybody's like, what is this? And then they show up and we're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's what this, that's like a what montage this of people like, you know, in the background training. And then we see this one guy that we, we think we might know like, Oh, like yeah. who's this guy, you know? Yeah. It, it just felt like it was a little bit too sudden, but other than that, it was okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Riz, you want to say anything? It's a Theon episode. I would love those. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, we're we're about to get into some pretty big steps. So, anybody else want to say anything about this episode? Or what do we want to give it out of ten? Seven. Yeah, I'll seven. give it a seven too. Anthony, I'm gonna give it a seven as well. All right. All right, guys, buckle up, because uh, we're about to get into an arc that I know everybody's been waiting for. Uh, 
So here we go, ready or not. Um, we're going to talk about each of these episodes individually, since even though it is a three-parter, I think it's okay to talk about them individually here. So, uh, um, so we have Case File 28, A Time of Reunion. Uh, this episode picks up immediately from where the previous one uh, left off, where the Time Rangers arrive, they find the City Guardians uh, fighting Leela, and they defeat the Zenit, which is huge. Um, and when they're withdrawing, one of them recognized, uh, recognizes Tatsuya, and it's revealed that his name is Naoto Takizawa. He's an old rival of Tatsuya's from college. And we actually find out in a flashback that uh, Naoto and Tatsuya were in karate club together in college, but he quit. Naoto did. Um, because... He felt he didn't fit in with all the rich kids because he was poor and he only got in because of a karate scholarship. Uh, and that's important because that's going to come up in one of the later episodes. Uh, and as someone who – and Naoto always resented Tatsuya because Naoto grew up poor and he would have died to have everything that Tatsuya had. And yet Tatsuya has all of this. And he wants to run away from it. So pretty big. Uh, but in more story sense, uh, Gian releases another Hell's Gate prisoner. And he's setting up a machine threatening to uh, enlarge this time pulse that he detects. And the Time Rangers race to fight the monster. His name is Juggle. And the City Guardians also get in the middle of the fight. And... During the fight, Tatsuya takes a hit, and if you've seen Time Force, you know what happens. His visor gets busted open, and his identity gets revealed to both Naoto and Wataru. Uh, Wataru confronts his son, saying, like, you know, what are you doing? You're a Time Ranger. And then Tatsuya says, Dad, you're only using the Londars as a business opportunity. And he basically gets frustrated with how his father's always tried to lay a path out for him, and he wants to make his own path. And then the episode ends, uh, Tatsuya, so the Time Rangers freeze compress uh, Juggle with the Voltec Bazooka, and everything seems like it's ended all happy handy dandy. Uh, the, the Time Force episode actually does end happy handy dandy, because uh, it's pretty much a single episode. But in this case, the Time Pulse breaks open, and a giant dinosaur called the V-Rex uh, is unleashed, and it begins rampaging through the whole city just as the Time Rangers try to summon their mechs to try and stop it. And that's how the episode ends. Uh, so, um, yeah. Uh, I just spoke for quite a bit. What do we all think about this episode, guys? Anybody want to go first? I still... <laughs> okay, so... I like the episode, but my... Up until the, up until the end, I still have that Time Force biasism... Where I'm like, dang it, Time Force did it look better. I don't know what it is. What would you say the Time Force did better, though? That's what I'm curious. The whole thing with uh with Wes and his dad, because like I felt there was more like emo because we know we know the drama between him and his dad, obviously. Yeah, it, yeah, it's the same thing in Time Ranger, but I feel like, you know, with you know, him wanting his son to come back after he yells at him to come back or whatever, that maybe go white wow like they really put their heart into that whereas this it feels like oh the dad doesn't really even like care that much from what i'm seeing 
it could I could be wrong, but that's just how I interpret it. I th- I this this is how I look at it is that Tatsu's dad is so determined on proving himself correct that he's going to basically do anything he can to spite Tatsuya. When uh, Mr. Okay. Mr. Collins felt more sympathetic towards Wes by comparison. Like, I know he didn't necessarily approve of what Wes was doing either, but he still came off as somewhat understanding. But Tatsuya's dad is just a petty turd. <laughs> and he is he is becoming a very unlikable character. Again, that's why I like Time Force better. <laughs> I mean, because of that. I, I mean, I mean, I think it's just as good, but for different reasons. Because yeah. the 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 bigger conflict kind of makes the situation more engaging in Time Ranger, but at the same time, it's a lot more, I guess, heartwarming in Time Force. So it's like yeah. it depends on which one you prefer more. Well, for me, it's going back to my rant a few minutes ago. If they had laid the groundwork for Topsia earlier and really laid into the family drama more, because I know they had like one episode where there's some family drama at like episode 12 or 13, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they did a good enough job laying the ground the groundwork there to have a big impact here because like with west and mr collins we had that all throughout Mm -hmm. like every other episode we'd at least see west and mr collins interacting and mr you know actually like in time force and i've watched time force here like so the last time that I remember us seeing Mr. Collins uh, prior to the Time Force equivalent of this episode was the episode where Wes uh, leaves his father behind, which was the sixth episode of a uh, Time Force. Um, then after that, like we don't see Mr. Collins for a good long time, and the reason why this is bit this is significant is because this is the first time that we've seen Wes and Mr. Collins interact since Wes left home and but that's that's the point like mr collins impact is still felt even if he's not really there i think mm-hmm. because in the beginning they had such a big falling out you know like they made a big deal out of it well yeah but as i mean as yeah and i and i think that they do make a big deal out of it but the thing is west doesn't really mention the drama with his father over the next couple of episodes and it's weird and i actually find it weird how mr collins is like mr collins is a main character in time force he appears in the opening credits so and yeah we don't really i get what you're trying to say but and i do agree that the drama between wes and his dad is better emphasized because we did we did see him over the course of like the first six episodes maybe he didn't appear in all six of those but like right four out of four out of six and so I feel like the drama is established more, but yeah, I just but, wanted to say But four out of six is still better than one out of 26. Yeah. I'm going to say something kind of weird, and I think it, it shows, to me, I feel like that they're, one's not necessarily better than the other, because you're right. I think Wes and his dad's conflict was more confrontational in Time Force by comparison to Time Ranger. But I think 
Tatsuya shows his resentment towards his dad a lot more than Wes does. Like, because I think, like, his father's company and kind of his dad showing up in like on like the news and stuff was a lot more prominent in Time Ranger, and you can see Tatsuya's like slight disdain for his own father show more show through more in his character than you did with Wes. So <clears throat> it comes off as somewhere in the middle there's the perfectly written yeah father son conflict dynamic but <clears throat> I don't think that one's necessarily better than the other per se. I can see that, but my thing about it is I think Tatsuya was hiding his emotions a lot, and they explained why in the two-part episode thing we just had. Mm -hmm. But I think unpacking that a little bit earlier to let it saturate. Yeah, yeah, and it, especially because, like what you said, how Tatsuya likes to hide it, Wes is a lot more outgoing with what he thinks. Right. So that stuff is settled a little bit quicker with him. So well, but then also <clears throat> Tatsuya spends a lot more time acting really goofy. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so going between these two different <clears throat> polar ends is not a very easy sell. No. I mean it's it's I think it's just gonna come down to how you prefer the story to be told to you on which one you think is being handled yeah. better. Yeah, no, and definitely. it's clear that it's clear that you prefer Wes's yeah. uh, take no on the situation. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I I do want to. Wait, did you want to say anything else related? No, nah, I'm, I'm done. Now go back to it, Nate. <clears throat> I I do want to say this, like on a different note, from a plot perspective, like with them debuting the time fire stuff i feel like it's handled a lot better here because here okay when it comes to character stuff i'm not going to fight riz on that pa time force has done a lot better with our two main characters and that's mm. that's undisputable but when it comes to like the story and plot i feel like time for time ranger is doing things a lot better because here and now i have two examples i can give you guys to really overarch it major plot points in time ranger are all going to have like a major payoff in the end game arc so this was gian's latest scheme and in order to like <clears throat> kind of screw over the space-time continuum which is established this is a huge scheme and as a result of it and we're not there yet but i mean you can you can figure out where we're going the sixth ranger is born in time force is all just a bunch of series of isolated events that aren't connected like even in the time force arc Frax unleashes a robot. It's too powerful for the Rangers, and they need the Time Shadow. While in Time Ranger, Gian unleashes this robot to try and screw over the space-time continuum, and then that's what results. And here, in the Time Force episode, it's just, oh no, Frax unleashed this mutant, and it's too powerful. In this, it's, wow, Gian has come up with another plan to, to screw over the space-time continuum. Yes, and isn't that because I was sitting here watching this, and I know we might be skipping ahead a little bit, but didn't Wes and Eric have to go back in time to find something revolving around the Quantum Ranger? I think yeah. the Rex. Yeah, we'll the get Q to that. that was, yeah, it was yeah, the we'll... Q Rex. Yeah, but the V Rex shows up immediately. I was surprised that he showed up before Time Fire did. Yeah, yeah, yeah but that's the thing. Like, with, through this, 
him screwing over this, uh, opening up that time pulse, that results in the V-Rex appearing and the V-Commander mm -hmm. appearing. We don't find that out to the next episode, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. But, but it, it, yeah, but yeah, I see what you mean, because it did feel like that everything surrounding the Quantum Range where it's just kind of like a, a fortunate series of events where this is all like the result of somebody being a, you know, planning something out and having it backfire in his face. Yeah, like literally, <laughs> like literally in Time Force, the and it's a great. I love the Time Force episode. I'm not trying to badmouth it, but the only thing that the Time Force episode equivalent to this does in relation to the Quantum Ranger story arc is that here's Eric. Remember him. He's going to be important in the next episode. So that that's about it, and it's good. The drama between him and Wes is great, but mm -hmm. I just feel like having it be more tightly connected to where Gian's latest plan results in the sixth ranger appearing, as opposed to the time force where in the very next episode, these archeologists who have no, nothing to do with the rest of the story, they just happen to say, Oh, look, here's this cool little box. And then Rancic is like, Oh, that's from time force. I'm going to go get that. Like it's just isolated. Incident. I still like it better. It you can explain it all you want to. I still like the story, that story better. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's fair enough. But, I mean, I get what you're saying. But I just feel like it with how this story ultimately might also relate to the in-game story arc, which I'm not going to spoil anything. Like, these are all, like, a series of events that slowly build up to what we're getting as opposed to Time Force where they're just isolated incidents. I think part of the problem here, Nate, is that you have future sight that we don't have yet. Yeah, that's fair enough. And so I think there's no amount of explaining you can do right now to win us over on this <laughs> argument until we yeah, get that point. <laughs> it yeah. feels like me trying to convince you that Takaru was a good character when I knew had hindsight right. with on Shinkin right. Red. So we both did, yeah. Yeah, it's just. We'll I mean, have, you we'll all three had uh, future sight on Tucker that I didn't have. Yeah. So this is going to be one of those things where you when might we get have to, to the hold end. off. Yeah. You might have to hold off on like expecting us to be <laughs> on your side on this argument until yeah, we get, I get there. It. Yeah. But what do we want to give this one out of uh, ten, guys? I think eight point five. <clears throat> I'm going to give it an eight. Yeah, I'll give it an eight too. Even with all my like, you know, things that I've said about like, oh, I like Time Forces episode better. I'm gonna give it a nine, honestly, because of, like because of the drama, it was well handled, and I did like the fact that in the end, all snap, we have the uh, V Rex that shows up at the end. And yeah. one last thing, Anthony, I will give you this. I do think the argument that Wes had with Mister Collins was it, it hit me a bit more than the fight between Tatsuya and Wataru, so I'll definitely give mm. you that. Exactly, so. yeah. I won't say that, like, that, like, oh, it, it didn't mean much, or I want people thinking, like, oh, I hate Tatsuya that much that I don't, like, you know, everything he does bothers me, and I, I, I'm more biased towards time for it. So it's not really that. I am biased. I'll get, I will, like, I'm not in the hate Tatsuya train. I'll never, yeah. never, like, speak with that. All right, so let's move on to uh, case file 29, uh, 29 uh, the fiery new warrior. Now, just a thing to note, kind of a spoiler, but you can tell from this, 
in Sentai history, this is the latest it's ever taken a sixth ranger to debut. Because I was about debut. to ask you that yeah. question. Yes. I was thinking that yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the latest that a sixth ranger. Has well, ever unless debuted. unless you count Geki Chopper, because we don't have Geki Ranger for anything. Well, no, I think Gek. Yeah, but Geki Chopper, I think, appeared even earlier than this, though. I thought he showed up in like the thirties. Maybe. I don't know, but I, I don't want to go. But back. I guess I guess if you want to go off of Gokai Silver, then he would. I guess yeah, he would be the latest. Yeah, because yeah, Chopper wasn't one of. Because usually six rangers show up like in like sixteen, seventeen, eighteen range. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> into episode thirty almost. Yep. So uh, as the episode begins, the Time Rangers fight off the V Rex, and they uh, they damage it enough to where it's forced to retreat. And uh, we actually find out in a flashback that the uh, that the V Rex was a failed time police experiment that they sent back through time, and it got lost in a time travel experiment, and it was trapped in that time pulse that Gian just broke open, and that's how it appeared. And um, and unfortunately in the middle of the battle tatsia gets injured uh he gets knocked down now he was already injured because he was still fighting with his visor busted open in the mega in the mech fight uh he gets rendered unconscious and the time rangers are informed of the v-rex's control unit and they have to get it so that they can take control of it before it wakes back up now unfortunately as they're doing this Naoto overhears them and Naoto wants to get the uh, V-Rex for himself because he – we're going to find out pretty quickly. Well, actually, no, no, I don't have to explain because we'll find out later what his motivations are. But uh, the Time Ranger set off to get it. Um, Ian dispatches another prisoner called Hammer to go and find it. And first, Naoto asks Wataru if he can be the captain of the City Guardians, but Wataru says no. And he says, okay, then I'll make you make me the leader. And that's when he decides to go get the control unit. So while the uh, four Time Rangers that are conscious get uh, locked up in a fight with the hammer, Naoto follows them and he locates the control unit. And he gets into a fight with some Zenits. And uh, Tatsi also arrives. And... If you've seen Time Force, you know exactly how this happens. They fight it off, and then Naoto sticks his hand into the control unit, and it forms into a new changer called the V Commander. And he calls out Time Fire and becomes the sixth Time Ranger. Time Fire. And here's one thing that I've been waiting to talk about with this. There are a lot of shots in this scene from Time Force where (laughs) Naoto is used in place of Eric because Eric and Naoto, they, it's kind of insane just how similar they kind of look to each other. Like literally the ver- the scene where they use the exact same shots where after Naoto calls out, Time fire! and when Eric calls out quantum power, we can literally see Naoto's face in the Time Force episode. I'm, I've always wanted to bring that up. That's just, and and we should get used to seeing now seeing a lot of shots that have Naoto in them in Time Force, because that's gonna happen very frequently, believe it or not. Uh but uh yeah, so that's it. Uh and we now have our sixth time rate uh time ranger, and that's why we're gonna pause right here. Uh 
what do we think of a Time Ranger suit, guys? Uh, Time Fire suit. I'm sorry. It's the best Time Ranger outfit. I think that's pretty. Yeah. Pretty clear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It. I. I didn't. I didn't hate the time the Time Ranger suits in the first one, but I feel like this one is just much more consistent because my huge a huge gripe I have with the time the main five is that you have the black areas on the helmet, but then it gets offset with the white areas on the chest. This is perfect. Like you got oh, the yeah. white highlights on the chest and you know, the like white gauntlets uh, and, and I mean, even though it's red, like, you know, they give the jagged thing on the visor instead of like just the straight triangle or different shapes. So it, it looks yeah. like it's on fire. Yeah. Time exactly. fire. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I know it sounds weird, but I'm going to say this because, you know, I kind of had some choice words to say about the main five suits, but I actually have no gripes with this suit. Like this might actually be uh, one of my top five, not top five, maybe top 15 at worst, like individual Ranger suits. What do you, but yeah, can we all agree it's an awesome suit? Oh I yeah, mean, totally. Yeah. <laughs> it is a great suit. Yeah. Anyway, um, so now Ito is now tying fire and he goes after Hammer. We get his really awesome theme song playing in the background. And uh, Tatsuya reveals to the other Time Rangers that Naoto is time fire now. And Naoto defeats Hammer with his uh, new weapon, the DV Defender. And the episode ends with Naoto standing off with Tatsuya. Uh, so yeah, what do we think about this one, guys? Time fire! He's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just as good of an introduction as Quantum Rangers was. Agreed. I think they're pretty much on par. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna be able to say one's better than the other here because they're both yeah. pretty awesome. Yep. Mm -hmm. Totally agree with that. Can I say that maybe up to this point, this might be the second best Six Ranger introduction behind Spider Kimono? Mm. Yeah, Sentai. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you on that. I agree, and I mean, I like his character a lot. Yeah, I have some things to say about him, but I'll wait until we get done with the next episode. Ooh, popcorn <laughs> time! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it's nothing. It's nothing bad. It's just my dissection and, of the character. And unlike the previous one, I'm actually not going to try to compare this with the Time Force episode because even though I. I did just say some stuff about how the Quantum Ranger powers just come out of nowhere. That episode is still like, like perfect. Cause like we've already established why Eric resents Wes in the same way that we've established that Naoto resents yeah. uh, Tatsuya. So yeah, I mean, I got nothing bad to say about either episode and uh, now, I... go ahead. One question. Cause again, 10 years since I've last watched time Force. Did we have Eric appear prior to his debut as a Ranger? Um, he, like I said, in the previous episode that established the Silver Guardians, Eric was there. That's when he met Wes and everything. But but nothing before he, that? No. no. Okay. That's what I thought. I just want to make sure there's nothing I'm forgetting. Because, mind you, Riz, this is like episode 12 of us being introduced to Eric in Time Force. I forgot and, how I forgot how like quickly they meet him. Like episode twelve, 
Because then if you don't count the filler episode that Katie was in, which I honestly did, that was out of order. I think they should have just yeah, had that episode take place before um, Erica showed up. I don't know why they did it after, but whatever. And uh, just to give it its score, I mean, here's the thing. I gave the Time Force episode a 10 out of 10, and I think that this is just as good. I have to give this a 10 out of 10 just on principle. Yeah. So. I would say just because he's as good as his Power Rangers counterpart is, and he's like probably my favorite sixth Ranger in Power Rangers, I'm going to give this a 10 also. Yeah, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Wow. 10 across the board. This episode is on fire, pun intended. <laughs> You've been waiting for that all day, haven't you? Actually, no, that literally just popped into my head. Like, I literally just said, this episode is on fire, and then I just realized, oh, wow, I literally just made a bad point. You could have just said, maybe. I, I, maybe I did know. <laughs> the dab is implied. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, now we have um, Case File 30, The Roar of Fire. Uh, this is the final uh, of Time Fire's arc. Um, so this picks up immediately from where the previous one left off. Uh, the Time Rangers confront Naoto and they demand that he return the V Commander, but um, he's like, yeah, nah. Uh, in fact, I'm not only not going to give it to you, but uh, I'm going to go after that giant dinosaur now because I'm just as powerful as you guys now. Now, uh, now a thing to note, and this isn't uh, – this doesn't play into the rest of this episode, but it's going to end up having some pretty big – implications later on which i mean even the guys here don't know but it's kind of a big deal taku does not have any data or information on time fire in the v-rex that is very important uh they do mention uh circuit says he has no information on the quantum ranger either but that doesn't end up having much of an impact on the time force plot this will just remember that um but anyway, uh, so Tatsuya and Naoto get to uh, confront each other. At the same time, Wataru uh, uh, approaches the Time Rangers and tries to recruit them to uh, join the City Guardians. Y you guys know this if you've seen the Time Force episode. Uh, we get a huge fight between Tatsuya and Naoto, uh, where you know Naoto is just saying, like, I mean, the Time Rangers don't really need you. You're just a spoiled rich kid, and they're better off without you. And we also find out in a flashback that remember in the second episode when we found out that Tatsuya had to go to college because he lost a karate competition. Well, guess what? Naoto is the one who beat him in a karate competition. The and, plot thickens. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, while they're fighting, you know, uh, it, you know, uh, Naoto is basically like saying like, you know, we learn more about like why Naoto is like this with Tatsuya. Like, you know, he's just frustrated with how Tatsuya's tried to run away from everything. And he's always gotten the idea that like Tatsuya has always just been kind of unintentionally mocking him. And his attitude is, You've always had you've always had stuff that I've never had. Well, guess what? Now I finally have something that may even be better than what you have, and I'm gonna keep it, damn it. Like you gotta, you gotta relate to him on under those circumstances. Basically, long like, story short, my toys are better than yours. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, 
Well, fine. I'll take my dumpster truck and go home. All right. <laughs> um, so Gian dispatches a new Londars. His name is Poacher, and he finds the V-Rex and places a control unit on it. And uh, the Time Rangers, well, first they revealed that they rejected Wataru's offer. And, uh, you know, now Toe just mocks them for that. And uh, the Time Rangers get into a fight with the V-Rex, but then finally Naoto is able to destroy the controller on its head, and he takes full control over the V-Rex. It's able to transform into its, uh, um, you know, its uh, warrior mode V-Rex Robo. And uh, what's... Let's actually pause right here. Uh, I know that it's already debuted, but now that we get to see it in all of its glory, what do we think of the V-Rex, guys? I love the mech. I hate the name. It's always going to be Q-Rex for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. Who I did accidentally call it? <laughs> I did accidentally call it the Q-Rex a couple of times, but uh, I'm, I'm going to go out and just say that this is the best Six Ranger mech ever. And... <laughs> While this is probably a little bit early for even talk mentioning it, I'm going to say it here. Mm. I like Dino more more than I like Warrior Mode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially since like in later episodes, like it does have a finisher where like that where it can do it with the DD slash Quantum Defender. I always yeah. like that finisher more than the Max Blizzard. So I'm kind of curious though. Um, did they ever explain what the V stands for in V Rex? I don't think they did. Well, all the all of the time fire stuff starts with V in some way. V defender, what yeah. is it? What is it called? V commander, and then V. Right, yeah. I I don't know. I don't know. They said it. They never. They Vector never. They don't Vector explain Rex? that. Vector Rex. Because I, I know why it's called Q Rex. It's Quantum Rex. Yeah. yeah. I'll just finish off this discussion. I think Eric said it best. And here's the thing: it was an improv line, so Dan Southworth completely made this up. My Q-Rex would eat his dragon sword for lunch. Yes, yeah. it would. Oh yeah. And anybody who and anybody who disagrees with me on that, come at me. Fight. Yeah. Me. Dude, I mean, yeah. The, the thing the has bigger sword. jaws than the freaking dragon sword, so obviously. Yeah. yeah. The he, even in sen- eat one he, little hole. Yeah. Right. Even in <laughs> even in Sentai, Dragon Caesar would get ruined by this thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dragon Caesar got ruined by Geki. Yeah, that's also true. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, the bar is already pretty low for the Sentai version. But yeah, I've been saying this for, I've been wanting to say this for a long time. The Q Rex would kick the Dragon Zord's butt. And if you disagree with me on that, come at me. I will fight you. And I am not joking. You know what we should do, Nate? So, what's that? We should make a poll and ask our fans to vote. And okay, but if anybody was wants to vote just on that, let me just in particular. let me just ask you this one question: How many monsters did the Dragon Zord destroy by itself? Huh? Yeah, you hear that silence? Yeah, that's because it didn't destroy <laughs> a single monster by itself. And no, the fighting mode does not count, y'all, because like that, he literally had to combine with three other Zords to do it. This the V Rex slash Q Rex literally destroys a monster by itself in its debut battle. That alone yeah. just makes it more powerful. Mm-hmm. Come at him, guys, if you dare. Yeah. Nate's on fire, no pun intended. Okay, you and you Time fire! <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, so Naoto has control of, you know, he, 
he is time fire and he has control of the V-Rex. So he gets promoted to captain of the city guardians by Wataru. Uh, the episode ends with Tatsuya questioning why the time Rangers didn't join them, but they said, Hey, we like fighting with you. You're one of our friends and we're going to keep doing so. And that's how the episode of the story arc ends. So, uh, what do we think about this one, guys? I just want to say real quick before we get into the real thoughts. Um, I like the motivation more in Time Force for why they didn't want to join Mr. Collins than I did here. Because in Time Force, they lean a lot more into the ethical part of the paid-for mercenary support. Yeah. And in this one, they mention it, but they don't really hit it home as hard. We're getting sick of corporate bullcrap. Bull <laughs> what they said. <laughs> we get told enough what to do as is. We don't need any more people telling us what to do. I mean, it does make more sense for them because they basically feel like they've been left to die by their own superiors, so they don't want to work for any more superiors. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Even even though, like, okay, not trying like to uh, defend the city guard slash silver guardians in this aspect when I say this. They would actually get have more better resources to to actually be able to find the layer quicker if they did team up with them. That's the crazy part because like they could have easily said like, oh well, they're out here in the woods. Here's their location. Here's where like the footprints go whenever they leave the 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 prison. So damn, like they could have done that. But and also, go ahead, Anthony. Also, another thing. I did not know that the Time Rangers, aside from, of course, Time Fire, never actually directly fight this criminal. I in Power Rangers, yeah, they that West fights them because they time traveled, but they never fought this guy directly. Yeah, he just grows That's, to giant immediately. That was crazy. Me. I was like, wow. So they never fought this this guy directly. That 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 was uh, just threw me off. I was like, okay. <laughs> Still a good episode. I just it just it just threw me. It just, I was just like puzzled. I was like, really? They don't fight this guy directly, huh? I kind of want to give my overall thoughts, and I feel bad saying this because it's going to seem like I'm saying something bad about Eric when I really don't. Because keep in mind, Eric is my favorite sixth ranger in Power Rangers. So, and I feel like the problem that I'm about to say gets made up for in later episodes with featuring Eric, but I just feel like this episode does a better job at like establishing Naoto's real resentment for Tatsuya a lot more than with Eric. Cause up to this point, the only thing that we've gotten from the idea that Eric doesn't like Wes is that there's one throwaway line where he's just whining about how Wes wanted to run away from all the money, which, okay, that's fine. But and then we get one line here where Wes is asking him for the morpher, and then Eric is all like, yeah, you're really mad that I have just as much power as you now, huh? Like, so, I mean, good stuff, good. But I feel like it's more fleshed out here where, you know, where, like, this karate tournament, like, even the karate tournament thing, like, in for Tatsuya, it was just Tatsuya do, doing something because he made a bet with his dad. But in Naoto's case... He had to win that fight in order to get into college. Like there was, it was a much higher stakes thing for him, and that kind of and, set this. Go ahead, Anthony. And, and it was well established, like, uh, like that. Yeah, like the reason he lost that bet was because of Naoto. It's like, wow, like that's 
that's the kind of like development stuff I like behind the scenes. Like we thought it was an isolated incident and we found that, oh snap, this 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 is the guy that beat him. Like, whoa, like you know. And it highlights because for Toxia, it was just him making a petty bet with his dad. For Naoto, this was like a huge like if you fail, your life could be screwed up. Yeah. Type of situation. And that perfectly highlights how for Tatsuya, life is just uh life is just a big trip to the beach because he's always had everything handed to him. And Naoto's had to fight for everything that he's had. And you can tell that Naoto resents Tatsuya for being a time ranger. And he's just felt that Tatsuya's always had something that he's never had. And he literally expresses it in his inner monologue with like a lot of passion behind it. Like, now I finally have something that you have, maybe even better, and it's going to stay that way. Damn it. Like, he's just, mm -hmm. there's so much rage behind it. And I think they established that with Eric better in later episodes. But if we're talking about in the here and now for both series, I feel like Naoto's motivation is just kind of much more well-established. Yeah. And much I love Time Force, like, you you, you explained it, like, like made me feel that, yeah, like, I wish Time Force had done that in the series, too, to make Eric seem, like, more of a reason why he does the things that he does. Yeah, there's something I kind of want to add on to that because it didn't necessarily make Eric an unlikable character in Time Force because he still felt like he had a moral code to him. Like, he was a part of the Silver Guardians because he did want to protect people, but he also saw it as a chance to one-up Wes. Naoto here feels like he's a very as my brother put it when I was talking to him about it last night, ends justify the means type of character he where, is. where he, it doesn't feel like he's in the city guardians to be a protector. He's doing it because he feels like so much of an underdog that he's trying to get power by any means necessary, no matter how low ball he has to go to get it. Because Eric never really came off as a a kiss up in Time Force, but Nato is basically almost like kiss is has almost become like a full kiss ass to Tatsuya's dad here to try to I want to be the leader. No, well I'm gonna give you a reason to make me the leader. So he goes out of the way to get the time fire power solely so he could get a position of power, and it really makes this guy come off as unlikable. And I mean that in a good way. Yeah. yeah. Like they write him to be like you understand his point of view because why would you throw away your position because you like you have so much money? Why would you try to run away with it? But then he goes about it in like the most douchebag ways possible. And I was wondering how they were gonna distinct how him and Eric were going to differ. And he feels more antagonistic than Eric does. Yep. A lot more antagonistic. So I'm having a hard time seeing how this guy ends up getting redeemed. Because Eric, you could see it that he wasn't totally he wasn't like writing that line of evil. He was just being spiteful. Nalto feels like he's almost part bad guy. Like full on maybe like corrupt cop almost. 
like even in the equivalent of these episodes like yeah um like in these two episodes in the time force episode there's a point where uh eric is watching them fight the q-rex and he's like oh no if i don't stop the q-rex it could kill them while in naoto you just get the idea of like oh cool the q-v-rex is here i'm gonna go get it like you know did did you ever see a moment where naoto actively can cared about the safety of the civilians no no fun yeah he's doing it because he wants power and it he's like this close to becoming a villain like mm-hmm. full up <laughs> a certain route and it almost makes him a more interesting character compared to Eric because you could almost make the case that this might be the first full on evil ranger that wasn't like designed to be an evil ranger mm-hmm. like the Neji well, ranger and stuff I like think, that I think what they could have done here is leaned into his evilness a lot more yeah, and really just mm-hmm. had him be evil for you know 10 episodes and then begin some kind of redemption arc that ends in the end arc. Yeah, because like I skipping ahead to the way to go ahead, Patrick. Just because like skipping ahead to the next episode, I'm not going to go into the episode, I just want to bring up a, a thing. Eric was always very like, get out of my way, time, time force rangers, let me do this my way, but Nato was like. I will shoot you <laughs> if you if don't you get, get my out way. of my way. I'm like, gee whiz, man, calm down. <laughs> More or less, Damn. like, Eric is, like, will show that, like, I do care, but I won't show to you, like, on the outside unless I'm by myself. Yeah. Whereas Naoto's like, I just don't give a crap about any of y'all. I just, I just want yeah. what my, what, what's mine, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the best way to describe it, and it's kind of ironic, is that Eric is Kaiba in the original Japanese version, where it's like, yeah, I want to be better than you, but I have a moral code, and I don't want anything like bad to happen to you guys. I, I don't like you guys, but I don't want anything mm-hmm. bad to happen to you. Naoto is Kaiba in the dub. Like, yeah, I'm a douchebag. I want power. I'm proud of it. Go cry about it if you don't like it. You're no. a second-rate time ranger and it's with a second-rate throwing <laughs> <table. laughs> You're a third-rate per- time ranger with a third-rate mech. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But yeah, what do we want to give this? Uh, Riz, did you want to add anything? Uh, copy and paste what Patrick said and say I agree with it. okay fair enough Patrick said everything I wanted to say like Naoto is a true villain or he could be a true villain in this and honestly I'm kind of mad they didn't make him the villain because he'd be much more entertaining than the villains we do have yeah yeah Uh, what do we want to give this out of 10 guys 9 9 yeah, nine for me too. Nine. Just because solely because of that fight between him and Tatsu was just so good narratively wise. Yep. yep. All right. So we're gonna close this out with a couple of filler episodes. Uh More. we get a Domon centric filler episode uh called Delusion Game. That's case file 31. Uh so in this, uh it, it adds a little bit to the Honami story arc where uh 
the the Time Rangers are dealing with a Londars that like you know puts people through some weird psychiatric um, psychiatric stuff, and it makes Domon question what he's fighting for, and you know, uh, but after dealing with the Londars, Domon realizes that Honami is very important to him and tries to meet her for a date, but she leaves before he can arrive and he actually finds out what because she dropped her wallet that she believes that isa is time yellow which leaves him completely devastated uh he wants to reveal this to isa at first but he decides no i need to recover this from this uh only other thing to note is that uh this episode wasn't adapted into time force and it's monster of the day never appeared in time force even in like you know weird ways before so that so uh, what do we think about this one, guys? So I I want to ask a question before we get into the review here. Go ahead. I interpreted that very differently. And maybe it's the drugs talking, but I thought when Domon realizes that it's ISA as Time Yellow that she was thinking, I thought he was laughing about it. And he was kind of relieved. Oh, Okay, maybe I interpreted differently. Maybe that's like, what she was trying to go. Like, I don't know. Am I crazy? No, I no, I don't know how to take it. I don't know. I thought he, I, I thought he just found it funny. No, I he did definitely too. laughed, and I thought that was him laughing out of relief because he didn't <clears> have to deal with a love story. Because he didn't I mean, it love him. it could have it could have been both because he seemed he did seem so reluctant. To tell, uh, Onami. No, I say that oh, yeah. she liked that she liked him. Yeah. But then he was also hesitant because he didn't want to lose that chance that he wanted. Yeah, he he thinks so, he could still get the chance, but mm -hmm. I think he felt relief that the pressure was off and he could kind of figure out what he wanted to do later. Yeah, yeah. That's what I got out of it. I don't know. I didn't get the idea that. Uh, Domon was devastated and wanted to find a corner type thing. You know? Okay, maybe I maybe I interpreted I mean, it differently. I mean, he. I mean, you could say that he was both. Yeah. I mean, he, could, he was relieved but... because he was relieved because he didn't have to worry about him being the one that she was into. So she, he didn't have to worry about the guilt of maybe leaving her behind. But at the same time, he wants to be the guy. Yeah. So and that makes yeah. more sense to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but. And, I, I and then when I come to that conclusion, I want to hug this guy. <laughs> I, wanna, I, I, feel him, too. I feel him on an emotional level Look, so much. <laughs> I, I gotta say, Domon and Sion, man, they're both fighting for that top spot in my book. Yeah, they really I know. Are. I know exactly how you feel, Riz. Like, Domon I, is making a case for best yellow ranger right now for yeah. me. He really is, though. <laughs> Domon is going to yeah. I'm sorry, Kotoha. I love you, but I'm being reminded how much I love this character. No, I'm <laughs> sorry, Luca. Okay. Okay. I, 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 yeah, I, even, I, even me, I, I have to agree with you on that. And I, I, I'm gritting my teeth because I'm like, I hate that I'm saying this. Part of my part of my brain is like, what are you doing, Anthony? That's our girl. Shut up. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Luca, Kotoha, and Jimeno are all like, Stupid good characters, but oh, yes. Domon, girl. But Domon is man; he's making that a hard, 
who's the best of these four? I don't know. <laughs> you're like, you're like, mm, like, okay, okay. y'all get back out of the way. Right. You're the best. Oh, 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 Come I got, here. I got to listen for y'all. I got to listen for y'all. What's that? The best yellow is CM Warren. <laughs> Who? He's talking he's about the yellow Mega, Mega Force, Force, Mega Force yellow. Oh. I, I'm making a joke. <laughs> 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 he called me a simp. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> but wouldn't I be one too because I'm like a, a, a simp for Luca? Yes, but I'm more... Well, here's the problem. Everybody is. So it's not just a you problem. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I'm the it's like, I'm not, I'm not like the, in the only one that's taking that. like, oh. <laughs> no, I'm the Sierra Hana simp, all right? <laughs> well, when, we, when we start doing Maji Ranger, you might find me simping for Maji Blue, but we'll get to that later. That, um, that's a topic for a different day. When if we were yeah. Keep it in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> Toku Secrets After Hours. But what do we want to give this one uh, out of uh, 10, guys? I'm going to give this a 9, I think. I'll give it an Doman, 8, too. Domon's talking about a personal level here. Yeah. Yeah. Down. Yeah. All right, so, Anthony? Oh, I'll give it a 9 as well. Okay. And Nate? Yep. Uh, 8. Okay. All right, so next up, uh, we have uh, Case File 32, Save the Criminal. It's a Xeon-centric filler episode. This is one of those episodes where if you've seen pretty much copies the Time Force episode, uh, the Time Force episode, and it have the same plot. I have to Although say, they, I think Time Force copied this. Yeah, but they take different <laughs> approaches with it, admittedly. Uh, and we'll talk about which is better uh, in, a, in a second. But uh, so... Um, in this episode, we have a Londars that's on the run from Guillen because he wants nothing to do with his former life as a criminal. Naoto also wants to kill it because Naoto is a jerk. And uh, uh, a big thing to note is that this episode reveal the Time Rangers reveal to Naoto how they deal with the Londars, and you know, uh, you know, they don't kill them; they they freeze compress them and put them in jail, and you know. Um, and Naoto has a Sion cornered and ready to kill him, but then he intentionally misses. Uh, the only other thing to note is that uh, the Londars of the day of this episode, uh, Didi Lattice, uh, he was actually seen in the very first case file when they were demonstrating how the freeze compressed system works. Uh, that, that was done, it was done in Time Force, but with a different uh, mutant. Um, but that's about it. Uh, so, um, yeah, what do we think about this one, guys? This is the episode I was talking about earlier where Naoto was being a poo-poo head. A <laughs> poo-poo head. He was <laughs> he didn't give a crap about anybody's livelihood. Um, but I did like how Shion was like, I mean, he, he's genuinely trying to reform himself. I gotta protect him. I gotta keep him safe. And this guy was like, I just want to live out my I, I like the dynamic between those two in this episode and it, it it just drove another nail in Naoto's coffin of being like because just like he's just so merciless here yeah. he's not a he is not hesitant to hold up his gun to the other time rangers and the might... dynamic between these five and him is a lot more interesting to me 
honestly. Yeah, but with that said, I might tad a tad prefer the Time Force episode just because I the, the same ending, way. The ending, like with the ending, Trip says, "Oh, Eric's not mean. He's just lonely." And then <clears> it ends with Wes watching Eric drive away, and he's like, "Wait." Eric is lonely. I never thought about that before. And then in the very next episode, they practically play up like their entire premise based on that final scene. Yeah. Which, and that's an episode that gets adapted from another time uh, Ranger episode that'll be in the next batch. But so I don't know. Like, I feel like the Time Force episode, and I think that this episode is great, but I feel like the, the Time Force used the plot of this episode to kind of segue into a an eric episode which and maybe it's just because i love that eric episode like i think it's the best episode of time force not that's not the finale but i like i don't know i it almost felt like naoto missing was almost out of pit like pity like yeah Okay, fine. I'll let you go. Just shut up and leave me out of this, you know. Right. <laughs> or as opposed to Eric like, was like, "Dang, like this guy Yeah. I mean, he actually he actually didn't want to hurt them. Yeah. So he was like, you know, fine. But now, so it seems like he's just like, yeah, you know what? Fine. I'm getting done hearing of this whole, you know, mushy mushy stuff. Just right. Go. <laughs> yeah, and even the ending, like you know, kind of shows the difference in like theirs where like with Naoto, he just walks up to them and says, all right, cool. I'll just beat them into submission and then you can freeze them. I don't yeah, care. It's like, but... You guys, you guys don't kill them. I don't agree with that, but fine. Like yeah. I'm too good for you or something. Like, but like, in, <laughs> but in the time force episode, Eric is all like, Hey, if the next time a mutant attacks, get out of my way because I'll run right over you if I have to do it in order mm -hmm. to stop these mutants. So, and then he became all racist, like a freak, freaking nature. Oh, yeah. <laughs> F aliens. Don't even look at him. He's a a, a freak. <laughs> He's a phony. But, I'm mutant phobic. I'm mutant. I'm mutant phobic. <laughs> But at the same time, I feel like it's kind of difficult to compare these two episodes because you could you could argue that even though they have the same plot, they have different – they approach it in a different way because in the Time Force episode, Notacon, that was the name of the monster, yeah. uh, he got arrested and freezed because he stole some vegetables. Which and is – it's like really, y'all, yeah, really? Like we're we're really gonna freeze freeze a mute because he stole stuff? Like, but okay. it does play into the overarching theme of like racism. Like a mute did yeah. something, he was turned away, he got freeze compressed because of that. I mean, it plays off with Eric wanting to kill the mutant because he's a mutant. While here, yeah. it's more about like true justice where like the monster legitimately did something horrible like he was selling he, missiles to people he, he, he made bombs apparently or like a, a bomb what, bomb smuggler yeah. or bomb maker or whatever yeah and now wants to kill him but the time force and but the time ranger people they're like no no one deserves to die no matter what their crime is like so <laughs> same plot but honestly the more i think about it these episodes are actually pretty different from each other 
Yeah, I think Time Ranger may have handled the the monster a lot better because seeing him <clears throat> be all seeing him be genuinely like apologetic to the point where he was almost willing to die just because he thought he deserved it. Like that was depressing. Yeah. But I'm I, I gave the so the more I think about it, maybe this and the Time Force episode are about on equal ground, but it's kind of difficult to do it because they're both very different. Like, but I gave the Time Force episode an eight, and I'm I'm probably gonna give this one an eight too. Yeah, I would say an eight too. Yeah, I'll give it an eight as well. Wait, did I give the Time Force episode an eight? Hold on, I'm looking at this at the doc. Hold on. Yeah, I gave it to an the eight. notes. Okay. Uh, everybody, anybody else want to say anything? Nah. Nah. All right, let's move on to uh, the very last case file. It's another filler episode. It's for my man ISA because it's about time he got a focus episode in this batch. Um, I'm really indifferent about this episode, but we'll we'll we'll, we'll go we'll we'll watch it. We'll review it soon. I'll say my uh, awesome my rants for later. He got so. ISA gets hired by a little girl to be her bodyguard. Uh, she's on the run from the Londars because they've kidnapped her father. Uh, only thing to note is that Naoto only appears at the end of this episode to use the V-Rex to help freeze compress the Londars, and he only appears transformed. Uh, I I got some stuff I want to say in a very positive light, so if anybody wants to go first, uh, they can go ahead. Anthony, you go first because mine's gonna hit Nathan harder than your yours will. Go I already ahead. know what your argument is. <sighs> why, why, why did the dialogue have to include calling a little girl, saying little girl, if I grow up, I marry, I want to marry you, whatever, and then him saying, "Oh, uh, I can't wait, you, you, because like you be uh, nice and sexy," and I'm just, well, I don't know, that's not what he actually said, but he said something similar with. with Sexy the exact quote was, I promise to marry you when I get older. And he's like, you better get a lot more sexy than you are right now for that to happen. Ah, you made yeah. it worse. Oh, you made it sound worse okay. than what I was interpreting FBI, it FBI, open up. <laughs> <laughs> and then it helped that earlier he was on the call with her and he was like, oh, uh, I like mature women are more fine or more sexy and refined. I'm just like, why would you say that? <laughs> Yeah, I have to say lost some points for this for me. He really did. And I'm just like, if they just not had not had have him say that, I would have been very fine with it. It's, it's now making me go like, well, dang, like I think Tom Force did a better job with this episode than that did. Just with that alone. I just have the visual of that that one section from a video where like the that uh SWAT team busts into the house and he like slams the vase against the wall and he like slips <laughs> while he's going down the, the drop rope and lands on the dinner table and all you know what I'm talking <laughs> about Anthony everything I know I see yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think we should do a positive sandwich here. Nathan you go then I'll go. So, I mean, okay, I get what you're saying, and okay, that might actually, okay, that comment might actually make my score to go down a little bit, but yeah. the reason why I give this a positive is because, so this is a staple type of filler episode that we see in a lot of Sentai, where, like, the the serious and anti-social ranger of the group has to, like, interact with the little kid, and 
I have a soft spot for these types of episodes. We reviewed that. Really? Uh, you like Zero Ranger that much? Okay. You know what I mean, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I walked right into that. I, like I mean, yeah, you kind of did. <laughs> yeah. Like, like Risen, like Patrick wasn't in on this podcast, but remember that, <laughs> like, that episode of Jetman where a guy had to help out a little girl. Like, you know, I love, I love that. And one of my favorite Abba Ranger episodes is where uh, the um, the Tricera guy gets turned into a little kid. And uh, oh Abba yeah, I seen that episode. Yeah, I love yeah. that. And I don't know, like, I just feel like these episodes just you know allow us to kind of see more of a soft spot now. The more I think about your comments, I realize that maybe they went a little too far with that, so I can agree with that. But yeah. um, <laughs> but I don't know. I thought that like ISA and Emery were kind of were kind of cute. You know, ISA is pretty badass when he gets angry when Emery gets hurt. And honestly, like the reason why I would say this is better than the Time Force episode is because the Time Force episode takes place immediately after Eric um, has been promoted. So the Time Force episode has to dedicate like a good chunk of its runtime to like establishing Eric as the leader of the Silver Guardians. Now, to be fair, that plays a part in the episode because uh, in the Time Force episode, uh, the little girl's dad is the guy researching the Quantum Ranger powers and mm-hmm. Rancic wants to get it. So, and, and I like the Time Force episode. Don't get me wrong. I really like it, even if it is a Lucas episode. But, uh, but um, <laughs> it... I don't know. I just feel like, again, I thought when Emery said she would marry ISA, that was adorable. Now, the more I think about it, ISA did make it creepy with his comments, but it was not adorable. It was not. What do you mean it wasn't adorable? It was not. His reaction was not adorable to that. Oh, his reaction, yeah. Yeah, I won't defend that, but yeah. I thought Emery was cute enough as it was. Emery was really cute. Chris Hansen just peeps around the corner. He said, ha, 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 uh, I say, uh, have a seat. Have a seat here. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, Riz, you can go ahead. Okay. I didn't like this episode at all. And it's not because of the kid episode or the story or anything. But it's been over 10 episodes now since the last time we had any mention of ISA's condition. Outside of uh, Tatsuya trying to protect him and that two-parter from getting his heart messed up. And I I kind of would have preferred another kind of episode that dealt more with ISA and his personal struggles rather than him being a bodyguard to some little girl who's in need of uh, emotional support after her parents are like in the bad state. Yeah, like there was so many different ways they could have gone to make an ISA centric episode. And like you said, Nate, it's been a while. We haven't had one since I think episode fifteen or sixteen, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Yep. So it's been a while. And there's a lot of heavy stuff going on with ISA that we need to cover. And mm. we're not covering it because we're too busy making him into a pedo. And I, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think Yeesh. That's Yeesh. 
Yeah, yeah, it does feel like, and I think we talked about this last time. It's because I've seen another two other seasons that this writer's done, and it feels like those two seasons use their filler episodes better, especially Shin Kenjer. Yeah, um, or each or each directly. each filler episode, each filler episode, even if it didn't directly tie into the plot, did something useful with the character that it tried to focus on. And instead of it just being like, oh, well, they're in the spotlight. They're the main characters of the episode. It tried to do something with them. Well, Ginga Man... Man <laughs> yeah, but Ginga Man didn't do that all the time, but there was a lot more good filler episodes than bad in Ginga Man. Here, it really feels like they're just missing the step with these. I mean, okay, and, so l let me start... To Let's do the scores real quick so we can go into like the overarching discussion. Because my next set of thoughts will go there. Okay. I think I I mean I agree. I the more I think about it, I feel like the filler episodes where Domon and Shion have been central characters. Have oh been no, those filler. have been good. Those those been good. That's one, yeah. But the, the more I think about it, Other yeah, three no. have had bad story all yeah. Before. Yeah. But yeah, okay. I originally gave I'll I still like these types of plots, so I'm gonna probably give it a five just because I have a soft spot for these types of episodes, but I still but I get your criticism, so I'm sympathetic. Mm. I just mm. but I don't know. I'll, maybe it's just because I have a soft spot for Also these I'm episodes. a little annoyed at the fact that how like how long is like it, out of all these episodes, Tati is still the only one who knows about his secret. No one else has figured out but him. Because they're not putting any centralized focus on him. But before we get to that, um, how low can I go on the score here? You want to give it a zero? No, I'm thinking like a, I'm thinking like a point five. Fair enough. The kid was cute. And I'm gonna give it a three. It, it the girl girl was kind of annoying though. I'm not gonna lie to you. Nah, kid was adorable. <laughs> ISA was terrible. <clears throat> Oh yeah, that's that's that's. I'm always gonna call her like a kind of annoying was was the the stuff that she was doing, you know. Yeah. I get, but, so I get why she was doing the stuff because like she really wanted to hurry up to get to that mountain. So I'm not really yeah. too upset with her about that when I fully watched the episode. But that was the only thing. Um, yeah, and like I don't know, watching these episodes, I understand why Nathan was hyping up Blue to me so much in the beginning. <clears throat> like, before before we even got to Time Ranger, you spent a long time hyping us up about Blue being so amazing. I see why you think that. Or at least I think I see why you say that, given how far into the season we are right now. And it's to do with the medical sorrow he's going to be facing later on, I'm assuming, and the stuff he's dealing with right now. But they're just doing this character dirty, man. Like, he's, he doesn't get very much character development. Like, he had one bit about his medical problem with uh, Tatsuya. He then basically was in the background, didn't do anything notable for 10-plus episodes. Like, the things that he did do could have been done by anyone. It wasn't anything that he had to do. It was basically just throw any character you wanted this problem and they can fix it for you so they don't do much for him at all and it really annoys me because i see where 
but he's not. And the same thing I have to say for Tatsuya, because I see what they're trying to do, but they're just missing the mark. Like, 26 episodes and no real struggle for Tatsuya or, like, revelation of the struggles that he went through in life. I mean, I don't know. It's just... It's not good story writing. It's not good character development. Um, so I I just don't see it for DT. <clears throat> Yuri, I'll give a pass to you for right now because I like you guys said, I do see Yuri at least moving in the direction I would want her to move in a bit throughout because she does have a reserve characterization in the beginning. And she is a bit more closed off. And it kind of makes sense why now at episode 26. So I can kind of accept that. But Tatsuya trying to be main character, but not really, like, airing out his stuff and spending, like, I think two or three episodes doing martial arts stuff. I mean, that's cool. I'm glad you like martial arts, buddy, but... Let's talk about your family. But I would argue that they kind of like, I, and I'm not going to try to defend Tatsuya in regards to Wes, because I do think that Wes is the is the better character here. But I feel like... I'm not even comparing them to Wes right now. I'm just talking about Tatsuya on his own. But, I mean, in terms of Tatsuya, like, they establish why he has a passion for martial arts and why he's not talking about his family. Yeah. Because he was bullied and harassed for being connected to that family to the point where like he doesn't want to be he doesn't want anymore he wants to be his own person and i feel like and i get what you're saying that like you know 26 episodes in that's really like yeah fair enough i get that but i do feel like in this bash we have had we've established well why tatsuya wants to do that and i feel like that's yeah. a step in the right direction for his character it is and i'm not mm-hmm. trying to say tatsuya is terrible i'm just trying to say that this writer struggles to do characterization for characters. And the biggest thing I, I wish see would have done differently, like, okay, if they had laid out the family drama before then, it might have helped me feel more connected to Tatsuya for when him and Nyota started going at it. Because when Nyota starts going at it with him, I'm like, ah, okay, whatever. Ritz kid, cool. But... You know, we don't we don't feel that emotional investment in Tatsuya for what he's gone through because it's just mentioned once and we don't really see it too much beyond that. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. And I mean the same for ISA, like he has such a good story that he could be exploring through the season, but they barely give him any screen time. And yeah, and I know. And I, I think the problem that I have with like hyping him up, because keep in mind, the, I I saw, I first watched this Sentai all the way through like eight years ago. And I was, mm-hmm. I was a dumb 20 year old guy who, you know, might've got suckered. And like, it's the same thing with like, uh, with Is like, I, I was going to say, a different Sentai where I might've got suckered in by some of the like visuals and like some of the, 
style, but watching it again, I realized that like this, the substance isn't there as much. Now I'll, I'll still defend this. I feel like there's a lot more substance to this than the, than the other two Sentai that I'm talking about. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like it's still there, and I feel like when this comes to an end, this is still going to be uh, like an A tier Sentai for me. But, but which Sentai are you thinking about? I I really don't want to say it because I, I really don't want you to go into a rant, buddy. <laughs> are you going to go on about Gekki Ranger right now? I I got suckered in by like some of the style of that show. Without okay, I'm not going to rant like, at you for that. Say please give your opinion into fullest. I promise to not rant. Well, okay, no, with, just with setting Geki you up, Ranger, man. <laughs> with Geki Ranger, I acknowledged that the main three Rangers weren't as great characters. I, mm-hmm. I I've never been a fan of John, even when I originally watched it. But really? I good, yeah. But but I was suckered in by like the style of the storytelling with because mm-hmm. i really liked the story that they have bet- behind jukin and everything it was very expansive and all that yeah. and that's what suckered me in and but when i watch it again already knowing all that stuff there's nothing left to watch to like do it i don't know like sometimes you can watch a movie and really like it mm-hmm. and then you watch it again many years later and realize hey maybe this thing kind of sucks and that's exactly how i'm i'm still going to defend jetman i don't think jetman sucks but Gekki oh, Ranger no. is a pure example of something where you watch it once when you're a bit younger and like, hey, this is like, this is amazing. And then you watch it many years later, it's like, oh my God, did I actually like this? Wow. No, Jetman <laughs> is just average. There's nothing. Jetman didn't do anything phenomenal except for the villains, I'd say, and Black. Mm-hmm. Um, Gekki Ranger just sucked. Yeah. <laughs> Like, there's no redeeming qualities at Gekki Ranger. You cannot convince me otherwise. But I do think that this is a couple of pegs up on it because... It, up on which one? Upon, you know, my rewatching of... But um, other than Jetman and Gekki Ranger. Because here, there's a lot of substance here. And I do feel like yeah. there's a lot of great things. In fact, I mean, funnily enough, I thought that Sion was the most boring character and watching it again, I realized just how great of a character he is. Yeah, I was so. I was so mad at you whenever I started watching. I was like, dude, why are you basting on Sion? He's so great. Right. <laughs> so like, I get... Like, me and Nate talked before I started watching Time Ranger. He's like, yeah, so you're going to love Blue. Blue's going to be your favorite. Red and Pink are pretty great, but they're nowhere near Zen and West. Um, yellow is pretty awesome. Better than Katie. And then he was talking about this. I'm like... But none of that. Sion is better than what you're saying. Sion's not garbage. Yeah. And I realized that rewatching it. Yeah, because Sion, he he might be top ten or top fifteen green. Well, before we uh, get into the character rankings, uh, I mean, you and I just kind of had a bit of a back and forth. Uh, Patrick, Anthony, you want to add anything with just the overall thoughts? <laughs> What, from this batch of episodes? Yeah. yeah. Or just in general so far? Um, I, I'm i going to go back to a point I was talking about earlier. It's like 
as long as they stick the landing at the end and they don't shove everything into like the final 10 episodes, I don't necessarily think them starting late on some of these plot lines is a bad thing per se. It is better if they start them earlier. I will agree with mm. that. Yeah. And it's uh, again, another reason why I love Shinkender so much because it is everybody's character arc started early and slowly weaved throughout the season at a pretty solid pace up and until the ending where everything kind of came together. Um, and in comparison, this she didn't write this season the same way. Now, granted, Shin Kenji was like, what, 15 years later? So she was probably a yeah. bit more experienced writer at the time. Mm-hmm. Or like but nine years, years later? Gingham, however years. long Shin nine, it was nine, jeez. <clears throat> yeah. I thought there was a bigger gap between the two of them. Um, but yeah, but even, compar- even, even comparing... Gingaman, which was two uh, two seasons before this, I don't know what what her deal is here because I've said this a handful of times. I thought Gingaman had handled its characters better than this. I don't and, know. Maybe maybe her experience writing on Common Rider maybe really helped her go from this to Shin Kendra because after this she did Common Rider Ryuki and then she did Common Rider Dino. Uh, yeah, which, but. Yeah. But again, it's it feels like she took a step backwards here when it from Gingaman to this. And I know we're gonna talk about Gingaman next, so Riz and everybody will be able to understand what, what I mean by that. But I don't know. I'm just so confused by some of her, the way she's approached this. I don't think which how she's done it is bad. It's just more confusing compared to the other two things I've seen her write. Yeah. But I mean there's similar problems with Tokyuzer, which I believe she also wrote. Yep, yeah, she did. She didn't really do well with that either, character-wise. But I think she. this is... As far as the seasons that I would rank from her, at least up to this point, like... Because, I mean, even then, like, I have to watch the remaining episodes too since I'm rewatching this. Like, Shinkinger is number one. Gingaman is number two. I would put this over Tokyuzer. I think this is a lot better I mean, than Tokyuzer. What about Go-Busters? Oh, Go Busters. Yeah, Maybe what about would... Go Bus? <clears throat> Go Buster goes above Tokyuzer. And I have it... to watch Go Go Busters again because I've watched Go Busters even well, long before. Well, isn't that I what we're going to watch? That's what we're going to watch after Ginga Man anyway. Well, so... okay. So I watched Go Busters not too long ago, like maybe three years ago. Mm-hmm. What, for and... Beast Morphers? No, I watched Go Busters, not Beast Morphers. <laughs> No, I meant because of Beast Morphers. Oh, no, because I was watching it after Gokaiser ended. Oh, yeah. okay. But then I stopped watching and I picked it up again and finished it years later. But I I think I'd have to rewatch it again to confirm, but I think Time Ranger has better ideas than GoBusters for character development. But I think GoBuster sticks to landing more often than not. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I can see what you're saying. Yeah. And again, I I see what you're saying, and maybe I just like I don't know, like maybe unless I've seen a Sentai like very recently, I need to stop letting uh, myself get suckered in with some of these things. Now I don't, but I really don't want to compare this to how I felt about. Uh, Geki Ranger, because I do think that this is a legitimately good Sentai still. No, it's, I think... Years later, right? I mean, okay, so for me, where we are right now at episode 33, if you were to ask me to grade 
this Sentai on the first 33 episodes, I would probably lean on a six or seven for an average season. Like, they have good stuff in there. There's a lot of things you need to polish up and make better, which I'm hoping they'll handle in the last, what, like 12, 15 episodes, I think. Yeah. If they can stick to landing, like Patrick said, the six or seven will probably increase to an eight. I'm expecting to end this on an eight. But as of right now, there's a lot of things that are faltering, making me think this is more like a six or seven. But based on everything I've heard from people not named you guys as well, I, I tend to think I'll raise that score by the end of this. Um, I, yeah, I'm... I'm not sure where I would put this at the moment because the more I sit here and think about it, it feels like this is another, this is one of those cases of where time Ranger did right. Time force did wrong. And where time force did right. Time Ranger does wrong. Okay. So the best way I can explain my thoughts on that, Patrick is I would love a season with West, Jen, Sion, Domon, and I think ISA is better than Lucas, but I need more from Obviously. ISA to see that concretely. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but it's what about like Naoto we... and Eric? I'm not going there. Don't even. Don't I mean, even I mean, this, this I'm not going there either. Back, this almost comes back to the idea we were, when we were talking about Geki Rangers. Like, if we could put the Jungle Fury cast in the Geki Rangers plot, it'd be perfect. Yeah. But. Yeah. It there'd seems be no, like there'd be no walkie walkie. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, it's like every time we talk about something time Ranger did right. I'm like time force. That was one of the things we complained about in time force. And then when we talk about the things that time Rangers doing wrong, that's the things we compliment time force on. So it's like right. somewhere in the middle, there's something good here. And it, I mean, I don't, it's not necessarily a bad thing because I think we can agree that Time Force is at least a top three Power Ranger season. Oh, of course. 100%. For most of us. It's, yeah. it's a it's a 10. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I, I mean, have soured on Time Force a little bit over the years to the point where I think SPD is slightly better, but it's still a number three for me. Well, and I still so call you go space space better than SPD Time and Time Force. I would go Space, SPD, Time Force for me. But if this stays on this track or it's like... I can't really decide which one I think is better, then I would still consider that a good thing for this season because it's yeah. being compared to a an SSS plus tier Power Ranger season pretty evenly. Yeah. So and I, I mean, there are things that you're right. The Sentai does things that Time Force doesn't do well and vice mm-hmm. versa. Yeah. But I think this comes down to who we are as people and where we lo- uh, land on this. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that you say that because I was – that's literally what I was thinking. Like there's a lot of things that Time Force doesn't do right, that Time Ranger does right. And it's funny how like ultimately which you like better is going to come down to just your personal taste. Personal preference, yeah. I find it very interesting yeah. that you're saying that. Yeah, and, because for me, I'm very character-driven. I want a strong character story arc. I want a strong plot. Mm-hmm. I don't care about anything else, like the visuals, the aesthetics, whatever. It could be god-awful suits like Tokyo user, but if you mm-hmm. give it a good story, I'd love it. Oh, yeah. If, mm-hmm. you, if you had a story as great as, like, Time Forces, but you had those ugly Battle Fever chase. 
We're not going to still be good. It would still be good. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But, but, but that's the thing is that at this point, are they evenly matched to you, Patrick? And I'm asking you time, specifically you mentioned time force and time ranger. Yes. Yeah. They, I would say it's weird because it sounds like we're giving time ranger a lot of crap in some cases, but genuinely this is a good season, like a it great is. season up to this point. It's just the the things it does wrong does stick out in comparison to its PR counterpart. Because Time Force did those good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But then you can also look at it the other way. If we were watching Time Force for the first time after having seen Time Ranger so many times, we'd be saying the same things, but like, man, blue, green, and yellow in this season are terrible by comparison. And, you know, like, the villains are amazing and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's like, but the uh, villains yeah. are amazing because the villains in this suck right now. <clears throat> yeah, but like... And by the way, that's it, my villain analysis. They suck. Yeah, <laughs> the villain analysis. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, two well, words. Let's just, well, let's just wrap this up with uh, yeah. our updated character rankings. Anybody <laughs> wants to go first? Give me a second. Uh, I'll go first. I'd probably go Domon, Sion, uh... Yuri, Tatsuya, ISA, and I'm not ranking Naruto because I honestly don't know where to put him in this yet. Okay. Yeah, I, I need I need to see a little bit more of him before I can accurately rank him. I can't rank Naruto either. That's been that's why I said I need time to think about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he genuinely has some good qualities. But I want to see him do more before I can tell you. It's it's more of a matter of he's not really a part of the team, and I want to see where his dynamic with the Time Rangers yeah. ends up going forward before I well, can accurately. I think I think something we didn't touch on that I want to bring up real quick. I found it interesting that maybe three episodes <clears throat> after, maybe two episodes after his debut. He's just now learning about the freeze compressed. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a very interesting thing that showed that nobody gave him the lay of the land whenever he took on the powers because he didn't get yeah. a chance to. Yeah, I mean his he doesn't he doesn't care. Right. <laughs> I mean his change his pension his change with the painter actually gave him like, oh yeah, like your freeze compression is, is about to start if you do this move. I'm like, okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what it means, but I'll try it. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna use it. I don't know what it did. Yeah, I don't know what it does, but I'm gonna do it. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. But for me, ranking the main five: uh, Theon, Domon, Yuri, ISA, and then Tatsuya. Uh, Anthony. Uh, for me, it's Domon, Theon, Yuri, Tatsuya, and ISA. I can respect that, Anthony. I'm putting ISA not just because of the fact that what happened with la- like the last episode we did. Obviously, that's not just it. I do also have an issue with the fact that like they aren't utilizing yet. Like this man is has a like disease that's slowly killing him, and they're not really yeah. focusing on it a little bit more. I'm like, where is that at? Hopefully, they will probably well, will soon. But I just want it, I just wish they would oh, just they will. like. It, it feels like seeing how we're watching this alongside King Oger, he feels like the Kaguraki where he's 
an interesting character, but he's the one that's left out to dry. Almost. I have I don't know why, but I've been like not been watching uh King Oja since we did a review on it. I'm like, where I like... watched I watched the next episode after and spoilers from when we do that podcast. Uh Yanma has gained some more stocks. Oh, okay. He, hmm. his stocks are going up. Big big statement coming from you <laughs> with that one. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh why? Me, I like you on You want me to get mine now? Yeah, you go yeah. for it. Uh, I I'm gonna put Domon at the top. I, I I've all I've always really liked Domon, but I kind of forgot how awesome of a character he is. He's definitely at the top. I'm gonna put Shion next. Uh, I'm. I actually do have to put Yuri here. I after that because I think she's awesome. I'm gonna put Isa over Tatsuya. I think he's you. The way that his arc is going to wrap up, in my opinion, at least as far as I remember, was pretty good. But, And I'll still stand by that I think he's a top five blue. Although, to be honest, Yanma might start trying to upstage Dude, him. And, Yanma's stocks are rising. You cannot stop that man. Because, <laughs> I don't know, maybe the reason why I put him as like my number one blue was also just because the only other blue that... The one blue guy before... Keep in mind, this was before Yanma came around that I thought was capable of like upstaging him was Joe from uh Gokaiger. Cause I thought Joe was an awesome character too. Uh, not that. And I, I, I liked Goki, but he was more of a comic relief, a, fu- a yeah. fun character, oh, but Ryosuke. not. Ryosuke. <laughs> yeah. Not a great. Don't you I mean, he's all right. Uh, Goki is Ginga blue, by the way, Riz. Okay. That's what um, I was kind of assuming, but I wanted to make yeah. sure. Yeah. Goki. So, I mean, <laughs> up to this point, I just say it's still in my top five blues. Maybe he's a peg lower, but uh, but I but I'm still putting him above Tatsuya, and I'm mm-hmm. and yeah, I I don't know where I would put Naoto either because here's the thing. I mean, he's a great character, but you got, it's kind of weird how to place him because he's not even a hero; <laughs> he's a yeah. villain basically. Yeah, so. <laughs> You can't even place them there adequately. Uh, so yeah, anybody want to? What do we all want to say for their uh, closing thoughts? I survived I the know. podcast on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, give them a round of applause. Hey. <laughs> for for the record, to the uh, listeners. Uh, also, I'm on prescription. Stop making ISA say weird things in some episodes. I'm <laughs> still feeling very uncomfortable with that. Don't worry, he, he's not going to say anything weird as far as I remember. Okay, uh, good, because that was terrible. I, I wanna, I'm, who wrote this episode needs to have their ass beat. I'm sorry. Like, I actually might question that, Anthony, because it may not be the original Japanese writer. It might be the subtitle translation. Yeah, the translations could be a bit if yeah, too, but if you enough. listen, to, if you actually listen to what he actually says, he does say the word "sexy" in when he's talking to her. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I yeah, think I my know. closing thoughts are: I don't think I've been more interested in how a sick stranger is going to affect the dynamic of a story going forward more than this one, and I'm really yeah. excited to see how Time Fire is handled going forward. Agreed. Yeah, I don't know. I 
Only other thing, I the more I think about it, yeah, that line that ISS said was creepy. And if you want to find a more charming way to say it, just uh, I refer you to how Guy was talking with that little girl in that one episode of Jetman. It's like, hey, if only you were just a little bit younger. I mean, a little bit older. Like, you know, just like he said it in a charming way, but it didn't sound creepy at all. Yeah. But that's Guy. He can get away with anything. So <laughs> Yeah. As he punches uh, Ryu and drives off on his motorcycle immediately after saying that. <laughs> right. <laughs> while, while Ryu was offering him a light for a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that, oh. that scene will never not be funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, this wraps up our uh, Time Ranger uh, case files 21 through 33. Next time we'll be doing... 33 through 46, basically doing all of the remaining episodes up until uh, leading up to the uh, in-game story arc. 34? Uh, yeah, 34. Yeah, because this one ended at a 33. Dude. Yeah, so we're yeah, doing you 34. Said... You said 33. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Okay, 34 <laughs> to uh, 46. Um, so yeah, that that's going to be how it is. Uh, we thank you guys so much for check, taking the time to uh, check this out. If uh, you guys are watching this on YouTube. Leave any comments down below with uh, what you think of Time Ranger up to this point. Uh, leave any comments down below on like a Sentai you'd like to see us cover in the near future. Um, uh, also, if you're uh, watching this on Spotify and iTunes, uh, be sure to leave us a review. We love all you guys because we've been getting a lot of good reviews on Spotify and iTunes, and we very much appreciate that. Uh, with that said, um, you know, uh, also leave us commentary at uh, AnimeSecrets.org. And uh, in the in the future, we are we are also going to be doing our King Oja reviews. Uh, we'll get we'll try to get on those as soon as we can. Uh, but with that said, uh, we'll see you guys next time when we cover Time Ranger uh, case files thirty four through forty six. We hope you guys will enjoy that, and hope you guys will join us for that. But until that time, you guys stay safe. We love you, and may the power protect you. <laughs>